Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, get your helmets on. Okay, let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland, from the North Shore to the Classic Eight, from the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are falling. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by our friends at Current Electric. On 1250 AM, the fan. So we're going to try to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. So last week, um, I got to tell you, at 7.15, our phone lines went out. And my guys that were on the sidelines were doing a great job, you know, texting us call um, scores and a couple of details when we talk about it. And then we just kind of filled. And I can't thank Sam and I can't thank Austin enough because, you know what, I got a lot of response from that show. And it was, hey, man, you guys hung in there, told some good stories, and I'm not, I'm not sure about you guys, Sam. I'll start with you. I don't know if I ever wanted to go through that one again. <laughs> I heard uh, all the McGivern stories that I thought I knew, but, hey, there were some new ones in there. I was surprised. Well, I, like I told people, had I, if we had one more segment, I would have gone to Candy Weigert having a crush on me in fifth grade. That's how deep we were going. Yeah. And, uh, no, there's a lot more. I mean, we could probably fill another three if you'd like, but I don't think we want to do that. Um, but a great response, and and the most response that I got were where your love came from for sports, and you talking about your dad, and Austin, you talking about your dad, and you talking about your mom a little bit as far as the song we play and stuff like that, and me talking about my mom, um, and I've told that story a couple times on the Varsity Blitz, but never on this show, and a lot of response from that. So guys, yeah, look, I'm an old guy, so I just kind of hang out and let's just go. You guys handle this thing extremely well and I want you both to know that that I talk to people way above our pay grade saying look these young guys just handle it they just dealt with it I on the other hand you know I was getting a little bit freaked out a little nervous about should we go to CBS should we not and you guys are like no no we're good just keep going you're fine keep going and I can tell you that um that there are some people throughout the building that listened to that show and, and thought we did really well. So I just want to thank you guys 
because if that was me on my own, I'd still be in the fetal position, you know, going, hey, somebody help me here. So you boys, you handle it really, really well. So now let me tell you about what's going on tonight. So strap it on, boys, because you know what? Strap up to chin straps again, because here we go. Half of the games that I, I, I take the games off the WIA website, then I go to wisports.net to cross-check do I know exactly where the games are? Half of the games and half of the guys that we have out at games are texting me going, hey, I'm at Waterford. The lights are off. There's nobody in the parking lot. I'm at uh, I'm at Carroll University where Catholic Memorial plays their home games. Lights are off. There's nobody here. What's going on? So we're scrambling, trying to get guys to different games. The guy, uh, a new guy, yeah, thank goodness he's staying with us, John Walters. Taking over for Mike Bush, we're going to lose Mike Bush for a couple of weeks because he, uh, he's not feeling great and he went and got tested and we're going to lose him for a couple of weeks. So John Walters, new guy, taking over for him. I sent him down to Waterford and he goes, hey, there's nobody here. So now he's driving. He lives in Franklin. He's heading over to Oak Creek to, to cover the Tremper Oak Creek game. Here are the ones that I think we have covered. Pewaukee at Menominee Falls. Tosa West at New Berlin West. Tremper at Oak Creek. Arrowhead at Oconomowoc. Nicolay at Homestead. Kettle Moraine at Waukesha South. New Berlin Eisenhower at Tosa East. Hamilton. No, no. I'm sorry. Brook Central at Hamilton. That was one of the ones. It's quarter to six tonight. Sam, I text the head coach at Brook Central. Hour 15 before game time. Hey, where, where do you guys play tonight? He goes, we're at Hamilton. I go, you got to be kidding me. Everything I see is you're at home. You see, I heard about that. So they are at Hamilton, and Andy Marino, thank goodness that he's heading out there. Cedarburg at West Bend East, we have covered. Kewaskum at Lakeside Lutheran, we have covered. So if you're heading out to a game and we didn't talk about that one, or I'm completely screwed up on who's playing who and where and when, and it's been that kind of year, guys, um, call us at 799-1250. 414-799-1250. Austin will pick up and uh, just let them know what game you're at and you know who's playing, I guess. It used to be really easy. So I want to go through real quick. Um, the WI is going to come out, and I don't think they have yet, but from my understanding, they're going to come out with the playoff format. And the idea is is Division One, all divisions, right? Division One through Division Seven, along with um, Eight Man, they're going to pick the four top teams, and they're not going to do it. They're going to put it in the system that they came up with last year, your record, who you played, all of that, and they'll take the top four teams in Division One from this area, and they'll play a tournament game, right? They'll, they'll seed one, two, three, and four. One will play four. Two will play three. Then the winners will play, and they'll play for the regional championship. And when you're looking down, for instance, after week three, Wisports.net coaches poll. Muskego's one. Franklin is two. Marquette is three. Arrowhead's four. If everything ended right now, I think those are your top four. With McGuanago, because of that loss last week, on the outside looking in. Now, McGuanago's got a, a shot here next week against Muskego. So, Kenosha Bradford is at nine. Oak Creek's at ten right now. So, again, they would be on the outside looking in in our area. Look at Division Two: Menominee Falls, Brook Central, Burlington, Brookfield East, Waukesha West is five, Hartford six, 
Wauwatosa West is eight. Waterford's nine. Cedarburg's tied for 10 with River Falls. So Division Two right now, out of the top 10 teams, I would think, depending on how they break it up from one region to the next, but I think you're probably looking at nine out of the 10 teams are from this area. But then you go to Division Seven. And or I'm sorry, Division Five, and you're looking at Lake Country Lutheran is one, and Amherst is two, Stratford is three, Cumberland is four, Lakeside Lutheran, which is up in Lake Mills, would be in that, and then Colby and Spencer, and Brilliant Spooner Southern Door. So no other teams in the top ten in Division Five in our area. So where are you going to? Uh, You're going to have to get those other two teams from somewhere. Division four, Catholic Memorial right now is is number one. But I don't know. It's not Catholic Memorial of old. Are they going to be able to stay there? Then Xavier, Freedom, Wrightstown, uh, Sheboygan, Christian, and Kohler, that's a a, a co-op. Lake Mills. Lake Mills will probably be in the region, I think, unless they push them west to Madison. It's just really odd. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Hey, let's get out to our first call, and i got to thank him for, for calling an audible. Andy uh, Marino, he is at the Brooks Central at Sussex-Hamilton game, and he's brought to you by, phys- by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit FastbackPT.com, FastbackPT.com, to receive a free virtual consultation. Andy, give us an update. Hey, Mac, I just barely made it, and it's a fast start to this one. Brookfield Central, uh, reco- or I'm sorry, uh, Hamilton actually received the opening kickoff, fumbled on the first snap, and Brookfield Central recovered on the one. They punched it in for the easy score, and it was 7 nothing. Brookfield Central. Hamilton isn't taking this uh, line down, though. They just answered back with their own touchdown, extra point coming up. So, Andy, let me tell you, last week, and, and I talked about this on Bill Michaels' show, how yeah. cool it was. On Friday, Baraboo, you know, Thursday night found out that Lakeside Lutheran, was they were not playing. They put yeah. out a tweet that said, hey, look, we got an open game. Anybody want some? You want, you want to play? The boys at Sussex-Hamilton, right, Justin Gum, their new head coach, Mike Goss, the AD, said, oh, yeah. no, yeah. We have a bye this week. You want some? We'll come up there. <laughs> so on Friday, this team thought they had the weekend off. Gum is calling everybody saying, hey, boys, we're getting on a bus tomorrow going to Baraboo. And they went up to Baraboo, who's ranked f- fifth in the state in either Division Two or Three, and beat them. That's awesome. I just got to uh, interject here. Hamilton went for two, and it's now Hamilton 8, uh, Brookfield Central 7. Ten and a half left in the first, so fast start out here in Hamilton. Hey, Andy, thank you for being flexible. About half of the games that I had guys coming to going to have all like, no, no, there's there's no lights on. So I appreciate you looking into that. I appreciate Joe Nellis, head coach at Brook Central, you know, an hour before game time texting me back. So Andy Marino, thank you very much. No problem. Going to get a lot of your time, I guess, tonight. Yeah, right? yeah. You and I will be talking. We'll be talking all about the auction at Channel Ten. That's what we'll be talking about. Let's get to line one if we can. Our newest member. He just joined us. Did uh, first game he's doing, and I've sent him all over Southeast Wisconsin. John Walters is at the Canoche Trepper Oak Creek game. John is brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smoking Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, and embroidery work. John, give us an update. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Kenosha received the opening kickoff, went three and out, 
Oak Creek received the ball and uh, marched right down. Cade Kalkowski threw a nine-yard touchdown pass to wide receiver Brady Erdman, and the Knights are up 7 nothing with 8.34 left to go in the first quarter. Yeah, that you know what, John, that, that other game that you're supposed to be at, the, the Badger at Waterford game, would have been a much better game. I, I Tremper's down this year. And Oak Creek coming off a loss, not feeling not feeling so good. And uh, you may get out of there early. There might be a running clock, and we might be able to get you out early. John, thank you so much, and thanks for joining us. Our, he used to be the newest guy. He's not, uh, not the newest guy anymore. He is covering uh, the Nicolay at Homestead game. Michael, Rachel, and Michael is brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of 0% for 72 months on a new Hyundai Tucson Santa Fe or Sonata at Hyundai West Dallas on Highway 100 in Arthur or go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. Michael, give us an update. Well, Mike, first of all, I'm glad to hear that the phone lines are back up and running. That's good news. Uh, we got a quick rainstorm here at Homestead, and during that rainstorm, Homestead had a eight-yard rushing touchdown by J- Joseph Ullman. So they lead Nicolay seven to nothing early in the first. Seven nothing Homestead. You know, the the reason I sent you this one, Michael, is I wanted to see how Homestead was going to respond. Nicolay is not on the upper end of of that conference, but Nicolay's get been getting a little bit better. Homestead is if, for the first time in a really long time has been struggling a little bit, and I wanted to see if they could bounce back and put together what would be in my world a typical Homestead performance. So we'll uh, continue. Let us know what's going on there. We'll continue to update Homestead and Nicolay. Let's get to line two if we can. Don Wachillis, he's at the Pewaukee at Menominee Falls game, I I think. I think that's where that game is. I'm telling you, this is this whole world is messed up for me. He, he is brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. So, Don, where are you? Yeah, Mike, I'm out here at Menominee Falls. Yes. Menominee Falls, their uh, opening drive stalled at the 11. They get a 28-yard field goal, so they lead 3 nothing. Right now, Pewaukee was just forced to punt on their opening drive, so we're getting ready for the Falls to get their second drive going here from the 41. You know, I uh, I, I like both guys. I like uh, I certainly like you know coaching staff, stuff like that, but tomorrow on our Varsity Blitz show, 10 15, we're joined by Dan Lutz, the head coach over at Menominee Falls. And then we've got Quinton Redding, Billy Howard, and Colin Heckman. And these guys are all big time student athletes. And I said, Look, can you get me a pick and save student athlete of the week? And he goes, One's at a 3.52, one's at a 3.68. And Colin is at a 3.72. So I guess he'd be your pick and save student athlete of the week. And I thought, man, three six eight, three five two, three seven two, great point average. That's like you and me, Don, back in the day. Well, yeah, if you took both of ours and added them <laughs> together, we'd be doing something close to that. But, and uh, all four years, brother, all yeah, well, four well, yeah. years, cumulative, right? Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. So those guys, you know what? And I told all of them, hey, look, you, you guys, uh, I hope you guys get a win, so you're in a really good mood tomorrow. That's that's for sure. Dawood Chillis, thank you so much. Falls three nothing over Pewaukee. Let's get to line four. Ted Lang. Hopefully he's uh, at New Berlin West. Uh, Tosa West at New Berlin West. He's brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They are looking for apprentices starting at $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Ted Lang, give us an update. Yes, we are here at New Berlin West. Uh, Tosa West has 
taken the early lead, 6-0 to zero over New Berlin West. Avery Dixon, quarterback for Tulsa West, took the handoff on the sweep around the left end and outran everybody. Uh, they must not have a kicker because they went for two, and the two-point conversion was no good. But I can tell you, though, big time, we had our first ever on the show or a game that I've ever been to that uh, a father – uh, the head coach, Ben Chosick, is going up against his daughter, who is the manager for Wauwatosa West. So they had a little thing before the game where they got <laughs> together, and Coach Chosick told me that his daughter put Tosa West stickers all over his car and all that. So, you know, just, just a little side note there. So it's father versus daughter tonight here. I, but- I love that. I, lo- I do. I think that would be – I'll tell you this. I'm glad they're having fun with it. If it was my daughter, Katie, and I, man, it could be trouble. She's Teddy, she's just like I am. Man, and my son, Matthew, is real calm, and he's just like his mom. But I'll tell you, my daughter, Katie, uh-uh. We probably would, we wouldn't have talked from, like, October 1st until this game was over, I bet. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it was a little nice little ceremony, and Coach Chosick had a, a little bouquet of flowers for Abby, and... And, uh, you know, now they're going at it. New Berlin West at this point is driving now on Tosa West, who's kind of been a little surprised this year, you know, from from the standpoint. And as I speak, we uh, just started to get a downpour here yeah, out at New Berlin West. It's going to be a quick one um, for you. It just kind of is moving through, I can tell you that. And what's interesting, Ted, we're going to get to a break in a minute, but when um, the WIA comes out with their, their regional playoff, part what what i'm hearing is they're going to take the top four teams in each division in each region and i don't know where the line is for the region but man a team like tosa west who's in division two the first the first six teams in division two right now are the falls brook central burlington brook east waukesha west and hartford and then kakana and tosa west and Tosa West, look, there's a lot of season left, but if if they if it ended today, they'd be outside looking in, which is is I they're playing really well, and that would be a shame. That would be a shame, and they came two points uh, from uh, going to overtime with Catholic Memorial, so right. um, they they definitely definitely have improved a lot, you know, and, and you know it, you know they'll uh, speak too long. I mean, I was talking to uh, Coach Gabrielson, who's the AD at Tulsa West, and and he kind of credits to you know all those years they were in the Greater Metro, you know, playing Smash Mouth football. That these kids are now used to it. Now they go to a different conference, and uh, you know they're still playing that style that they played with the Greater Metro. Yeah. And he said, and he said it's really nice that you know you don't have to prepare for Marquette, Brook Central, Brook East, Menominee Falls, you know, Germantown, Sussex every week. Right. Yeah, I agree. Teddy, thank you very much. You. I appreciate it. Again, 6 nothing Tosa West over New Berlin West. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, boy, this feels good to be back to having guys on the phone. That's for sure. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on 1250 AM, The Fan. We'll get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. 3-0 right now, McGuanago 
up over Waukesha West. They were driving, but Waukesha West just got an interception. And uh, Waukesha West now has uh, got the ball on about the ten, their own 10-yard line, trying to uh, get back maybe to even or take the uh, the lead. That's going to be a good game. McGuanago got beat last week. Waukesha West is always tough. I got a chance to meet a couple of the our pick-and-save student-athletes of the week uh, last night, or Wednesday night, excuse me, um, Tate Peters and C.J. Grisser. C.J. Grisser and their families and Steve Rucks and Steve Vitale and aunts, uncles. Man, it was phenomenal. The Waukesha West family showed up. We had a bunch of pictures taken out at uh, at the local pick-and-save store on West Sunset. Um I just appreciate uh, pick and save and everything that they do and allow me to highlight these these really fine student-athletes. These two kids from Waukesha West were phenomenal. What great ambassadors for their family, their community, their school. It was uh, it was really impressive to me. So uh, I just wanted to say thank you and, and, uh, and good luck to the boys at Waukesha West just because I know those guys. I like McGuanago too, but... Sam is Waukesha West guy, so if I don't say things like that, then he throws stuff at me. I got Let's, a lot of respect for McGuanigo, too. I know you do, but if it was Arrowhead, what would you say? No respect. No respect. Let's get to line one. Down with Chillis. He's at the Pewaukee at Menominee Falls game. He is brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of 0% for 72 months on the new Hyundai Tucson, Santa Fe, or Sonata. Hyundai West Dallas on Highway 100 or at HyundaiWestDallas.com. Down with Chillis, what's going on? Mike, since the last time we talked, Menominee Falls, Nate McLean to Quentin Redding, a six-yard touchdown pass. The extra point was no good. Pewaukee would fumble the ensuing kickoff. Menominee Falls gets it, but is stalled in another field goal, this one from 34 yards for Aiden Martin. So it's 125 to go here in the first quarter. Menominee Falls up 12 nothing, but Pewaukee with a great return now has the ball on the Menominee Falls 31-yard line. Well, it's good stuff, Don. Thank you very much. It's a good game, Menominee Falls. Got a chance to be one of the better teams in the area, and uh, I know Pewaukee's really well coached, got some really good players out there. Let's get to line two if we can. Michael Rachel's covered the Nicolay at Homestead game, brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They are looking for apprentices starting at $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Michael, give us an update. Yeah, Mike, you said the reason you sent me out here is to see how Homestead rebounds from their back-to-back losses. They were steamrolling. They, they picked off Nicolay, but then a holding penalty followed by a fumble on their own 20. Turned the ball over to Nicolay. Nicolay cashed in by uh, Braden Ott with a 17-yard touchdown run. The extra point was doinked off the right upright. But now Nicolay has the ball, or uh, Homestead has the ball inside Nicolay's five-yard line. Homestead leads at seven-six. Wow! So they're they're bouncing back, but Nicolay's hanging in there. Michael, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Let's get uh, to line two. Jason Pittman's, I believe Jason Pittman at the Eisenhower Tosa East game. Jason, give us an update. Well, uh, first quarter, uh, both teams traded possessions. Uh, in fact, Eisenhower's punting again right now, but. Uh, Raiders from Tosa East put together a nice 54-yard drive. Maurice Rocket with a touchdown run to put the Raiders up 7-0. We're 11:36 left in the second quarter. You know, Jason, we named uh, Tosa East our team of the week two weeks ago, the U- UW Credit Union team of the week. And then all that stuff going on at Wauwatosa, they had to shut it down. Didn't play last week. We couldn't even get them their trophy. 
So we ended up oh. getting their trophy to them on Wednesday, and and uh, according to Chris Kavadovic, I couldn't get there. According to him, that it was really well received, and you know they they didn't have a win last year. They got a win this year, and I I'm telling you, I think uh, I think they're starting to turn the corner a little bit. I, I agree. Dave Pfeiffer is really doing a nice job here. They uh, I've been impressed with what I've seen of these kids so far tonight in the first quarter. Well, they got and the defensive. I think his defensive tackle is going to Arizona State. Yeah, and he is big. He is impressive. He moves well. You know, he didn't. He didn't play football. He thought basketball was his deal, and he started taking it serious last year. And I had him on my show, Jason. I said, "What do, what do you think of the campus, at Arizona State?" He goes, "I don't know. I've never been there." <laughs> I go, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah, with COVID." I said, "I can tell you this, young man." There, you're going to see some sights at Arizona State that you don't see at Wauwatosa East. He said, man, I'm counting on that. So you got that right. <laughs> it, it was really interesting. Jason Pittman, thank you so much. Let's get to line four. Look who's back. He was off a week, but he's back. I don't know if he was in Hawaii or what he was doing. John Moore, Arrowhead at Oconomowoc. Brought to you by Lynch McGuanago. They're the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. John, were you like in Hawaii or something? Working on my tan down in Florida, Mike. You know me. I can't <laughs> can't get out of this weather fast enough. Atta boy. Arrowhead at Oconomowoc. What's going on? Well, we have a Max Bredesen quarterback sneak. So we have seven nothing with about eleven minutes left in the half. Been a back and forth first half a little bit. Nobody really taking charge yet, but Oconomowoc is driving. They're inside the Arrowhead thirty as we speak. So Arrowhead's up seven nothing, correct? Correct. Yep. John, thank you very much. Get that sunblock out in case you need it. Let's get to uh, line five if we can. Uh, Andy Marino, he's at the Brooks Central Sussex-Hamilton game. Andy is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Obviously, fall is here. Time to get those new windows or doors you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got Brookfield Central 14, Hamilton 8, two and a half minutes left in the first. The story of this one is Hamilton is just having a lot of snapping issues, a lot of high snaps. Uh, they actually lost another fumble deep in their own end uh, um, side of the field, and Brookfield Central, uh, that's how they got their touchdown again. So both touchdowns have been fumble recoveries and then a run-in. And uh, Hamilton, just as I was on hold, just lost another fumble. So, and, and is it raining by you? Um, it poured on the way over. It's really dark and uh, windy, but uh, no rain just yet. But the ground's wet. But so no, no reason that guys should be putting the ball in the turf. It's just, yeah, this is three lost fumbles in the first quarter for Hamilton. Well, and we're, you know, we've been uh, paying attention to the Waukesha West McGuanago game. There's been three turnovers in that uh, first quarter as well. Andy, thank you very much. It's 14-8 Brook Central over Sussex Hamilton. Let's get to line one if we can. And John Walters, he is brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smoking Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, embroidery work. He is at the Kenosha Tremper Oak Creek game. John, give us an update. Hey, Mike, we have another score from Oak Creek. Oak Creek is up 14 nothing with the closing seconds in the first quarter. And it's all Oak Creek. Kenosha Trempers had three possessions, three and out each time. They just kicked them the ball again. Kenosha's dry, or, uh, Oak Creek's driving from the 50-yard line. Closing second for the first quarter. We got a 14 nothing lead, and it's all Oak Creek tonight. Hey, John, so the starting quarterback at Oak Creek is a freshman. The middle linebacker for Oak Creek is a freshman, and I believe left tackle is a freshman. 
And I'm wondering your thoughts on that quarterback. He looks pretty good, huh? He's quick. He's got a good arm on him as well, too. You know, hey, John, don't tell anybody in any vicinity where you're at that you're a Franklin guy. <laughs> they don't allow That's Franklin true. guys over in Oak Creek. You know that, right? That's our little secret. You're right. Yeah, Joe Cook used to tell me when he was coaching at Oak Creek, if, if he gets lost and, and all of a sudden he disappears, go to the Franklin Police Department. They got him hiding there somewhere. So he, uh, he, he said, man, I can't even get an ice cream in Franklin. So, hey, John, thank you very much. 14-0 Oak Creek over Tremper. Let's get to line two if we can. Uh, Michael is at the Nicolay at Homestead game, and he is brought to you by Current Electric, home of the superheroes. For your electrical or solar needs, go to callcurrent.com. Michael, Rachel, give us an update. Yeah, right after I got off the phone with you reporting the Nikolay rushing touchdown, Homestead answered right away with a rushing touchdown of their own. It was Joseph Ullman once again. It was just a one-yard run right up the middle. Missed extra point. This one hit the left upright. <laughs> now both the right upright and the left upright have been hit here tonight at Homestead. 13 to 6 Homestead. Uh, hey, Michael, if, if if the crossbar gets hit on one, just leave and go right to Potawatomi, pal. <laughs> Head out and start just playing, you know, black or red or whatever it is that you boys do <laughs> down there. But I've never seen three hits, so good luck with that one. Michael, Rachel, thank you very much. Let's get to line three. So I have had Tyler Peters, I owe him gas money because I've had him all over the place. And he has finally made his way to the Grafton Catholic Memorial game. I was told it's at Carroll because that's where uh, CMH plays their home games. It's at Waukesha North. I had him go to Waukesha South. There's a game there. He said, I found out where the game is. And uh, Tyler Peters gets my uh, gold star today. He is at the Grafton uh, Catholic Memorial game. Tyler, give us an update. Well, hello, Mike. Thank you very much. Um, We're just into the second quarter right now and it's tied seven to seven it was a defensive battle for most of the first quarter and then with less than two minutes left cannon Boss for grafton broke off on a 38 yard touchdown run that gave grafton the early lead and then alex <laughs> alexman alexman I'm, I'm probably going to mispronounce his last name but he broke broke off on a uh 81-yard touchdown pass as Tyler Memorial from another deep pad. And they've uh, all the way inside the record 20, so they may have a chance to, uh, to score here. But once again, an 81-yard touchdown pass by Tyler Memorial. That was with a minute to realize. It only took about three plays for Tyler Memorial to tie it up. Now they got the ball back again. And they're going to try to score again. It's still 7-7. Grafton, Catholic Memorial was 133 last. Tyler, thank you very oh, much. Yeah, that's that's a really good game, and I'm glad you we finally figured out, or you finally figured out, where it was. 7-7, Grafton and Catholic Memorial. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz. I think Austin should take over and start telling some of his stories. Yeah, he's got just as much. Yeah, I'm (laughs) telling you, he's a young boy, but he's got a couple of stories he could have used last week, but he stayed away from. Yeah. We'll keep it PG. Well, well, I think it was PG. I didn't realize you dated an Arrowhead girl. What was her first name? Her name was Kayla. What do you think of that, Sam? 
Anyway, let's get back. Varsity sammed anything with Arrowhead. He, he's just not a fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School football scoreboard show powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Let's get to line one if we can. Nate. Nate George is at the Cedarburg at West Bend East game. Nate, what's going on? Mike, first quarter just ended, and Cedarburg has had three possessions, and they have scored three rushing touchdowns. Wow. Heading into the second quarter, 21 nothing. And they are definitely going with the philosophy of the fastest way to get somewhere is going a straight line. They have not run outside the tackle. They're running back Jason Schultz. He is just, if there's not a hole there, he's making it, and he's ripping off 10, 15 yards of pop. You know, I'm telling you, Cedarburg, we – I have to call Brian Lear. And you know, Nate, the first thing he's going to say to me, where have you been, boy? Because I have not talked a ton about Cedarburg. Because, you know, he, he went away from his philosophy and because he had some athletes all over the place and he went spread he started throwing the ball. He loves – you never know who has the ball and what he runs. No splits between the guards and the, and, and the center or the tackles. Um, and their quarterback's a magician. Uh, press the digitation with his hands. He just boom, boom, boom. You have no idea who has the ball, and boom, somebody's gone. Twenty-one nothing. Cedarburg over West Bend East. Need to start paying more attention to the Bulldogs this year. I can tell you that. Nate, thank you very much. Let's get to line two if we can. John Moore, working on his tan out at Arrowhead. He is uh, watching the Arrowhead at Oconomowoc game. And he is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's pick-and-save Student Athlete of the Week. Thanks, pick-and-save. John Moore, give us an update. Well, Mike, last time we talked, the Cotton Walk was inside the 30. They were threatening to go for it on 4th and 6th, and they get snuffed. On the very next play, Max Bredesen to Zach Miner for 79 yards. We have 15 nothing. Arrowhead over Oconomowoc with eight minutes left in the half. Hey, John, the worst thing that happened to Arrowhead is the whole the whole thing with COVID where they, they had to start their season with Muskego. This quarterback who didn't play last year, um, he, he and he is he's you know, he was at Oconomowoc, is gonna try to put up big numbers against Oconomowoc tonight, I can tell you that. Looks good so far, Mike. I mean he's in mid season form. I know we're only a few games in, but Man, he is rare to go tonight. Yeah, there's no doubt. He's a good one. Thank you, John. Let's get to line three if we can. Tyler Peters, he's at the Grafton versus Catholic Memorial at Waukesha North game. And he is brought to you by he's brought to you by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit fastbackpt.com today to receive a free virtual consultation. And I love the people over at Fastback. This guy that runs it and owns it, he's the real deal. He's a good man with a good heart, strong in his faith, and really believes in the stuff they're doing at Fastback Physical Therapy. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. We have 8.45 left in the first half, and now and now Catholic Memorial is on top of Grafton 14-7. to Not long after I last talked to you, Ben Foreman was able to break off a 15 touchdown run into uh, into the end zone. Kind of a controversial, though, from where I saw. He actually kind of died for the end. End zone. It seemed like he almost landed just short, but but he did get a call for a touchdown. And now McCormick has just broke off another run after that last uh, after that last touchdown. Grafton went three and out for some fun, and now Catholic Memorial is already kind of making the that, that first touchdown by McCormick. Uh, left in the first 
Kappa now. Kappa's Memorial got the ball again. 8.36 left in the first half. They're driving again. Tyler, thank you very much. 14-7, Catholic Memorial over Grafton. Uh, the rumors of Catholic Memorial not being very good this year, put those to bed because Grafton's really good. In Catholic Memorial, obviously you've got Bill Young, his staff, those guys, a lot of pride in football out at Catholic Memorial. Let's get to line four if we can. Ted Lang is at the Tosa West, New Berlin West game, and he is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Obviously, if you've been outside, fall is here. Time to get those new windows or doors that you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Ted Lang, give us an update. That's right. Get those windows. Get winterized. We are out here at New Berlin West where Wauwatosa West has taken a 22-7 lead with four minutes to go in the second quarter. And as I speak, Wauwatosa West is on the five-yard line again going in to punch it in to go up a little bit more on New Berlin West. So Wauwatosa West in command here, four minutes to go in the second quarter, 22 to 7. Hey, Ted, you've seen a lot of football over the over your years. Tosa West isn't throwing the ball. In fact, last week they didn't throw it at all. Um, and they're just pounding people. You impressed with this team? Very impressed. They just line up and come at you. You know, those, they're going to they're gonna run the ball. They have not thrown the ball once. And uh, this is all done without their best running back, Uh you know, uh, Logan uh, Ertl has, was taken out of the game for a possible concussion, but now he's playing defense. So their best running back isn't even playing on offense. So, yeah, they, they're just going to run the ball. That's what they're going to do and come line up. And it's kind of like the old Jed Kennedy style. You know, and Jed, Jed once said, if I threw the ball seven times in one game, that means we're losing. That means we're losing, no doubt. Ted Lang, thank right. you so much. A couple of updates. I want to thank Greg Weinschneider. Um, Xavier. Up in Appleton over Hortonville, 14 uh, nothing. Ray Zuliger, his father and I are pretty good friends. He was actually an intern for me at a sports marketing company in Waukesha. And Ray Zuliger has thrown a uh, second-half touchdown, a 55-yard touchdown pass. Uh, Jim, his dad, was the quarterback at Xavier. Now his, uh, his son, Ray, and good basketball player and has the same kind of moxie. That Jim did back in in in, uh, in the day. Jim doesn't have that moxie anymore, but his boy Ray does. Fourteen nothing Xavier over Hortonville, and McGuana go up ten nothing on Waukesha West, and uh, Waukesha West struggling a little bit to move the ball. They've turned it over a couple of times. Let's uh, let's get out to line three if we can. Down with Chillis is at the Pewaukee at Menominee Falls game, and he's brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Zero percent seventy two months. On a brand new Tucson, Santa Fe, or Sonata. Go to what HyundaiWestDallas.com. I'll get it done. Hey, Don, give us an update. My Quentin Redding on the pick six for Menominee Falls. 6.08 to go here in the second quarter. The Falls on top, 19 minutes, nothing. Hey, so I talked to Quentin for about 10 minutes today on the phone. Talked to him on the phone, and, and the first kid I called out there was like, hey, I really, you know, thanks for, yeah, I'll come on. That'd be great. Thanks. All right, have a good day. Quint was like, so how you been? I said, man, I've been good. How you been? He said, man, I'm, I'm loving life right now. Are you? He goes, yeah, man, our football team. He said, man, let me tell you something. He goes, this team really, man, we all hang out. And I said, Quentin, you don't understand how big that is. He said, two years ago when I was a sophomore, everybody just went their own way. And now 
He said, man, everybody kind of hangs out. He said, guys, I never hung out with before. I'm hanging out with these are really good guys, blah, blah, blah. So it's, I'm looking forward to having Quentin Redding on tomorrow because he's going to be – they hold on. They keep playing like they're playing. He's got two scores. He's going to be in a good mood tomorrow. He should be. They're playing very well. The only thing that could hamper Menominee Falls right now is we've got some pretty strong wind gusts coming out of uh, out of the north. So if they're heading into that north end zone, it's kind of been playing havoc with their passing game. So we'll have to see how that plays out as this game goes. And just like that, Pewaukee now on a screen pass looks like they could score and will. A 42-yard screen pass for Pewaukee has them on the board. So it's 19-6 to now, Mike, pending the extra point. Man, your timing is so good with Chillis. It's so I'm good. You. It is so good. Don, thank you so much. 19-6 or 7 falls over Pewaukee. Let's get to line one if we can. Jason Pittman is at the Eisenhower Tosa East game. Jason, give us an update. Uh, One second here. Long pass. It's intercepted by Tosa East. But uh, sorry about that. Big play just happened. Uh, Interception by Tosa East. East is up. 15-0 15 to 0 right now. Uh, Maurice Rocket with another touchdown run, a 27 yard draw play. Uh, the extra point, the snap was bad. The holder, Aiden Dodge, uh, scampered for the uh, two point conversion. So the Raiders are up 15 to 0. Eisenhower has one first down so far in the game, is all. And that was just on this series that they just uh, turned it over on. We have uh, just over two minutes left in the half with Tosa East up 15 0. Well, I'll tell you what. Dave Pfeiffer, like you said, Jason, got them going. Thank you so much. Really quickly, let's get over. Um, Michael has covered the Nicolay at Homestead game. Michael, Rachel, give us an update. Yeah, the rain's back at Homestead, and so are the turnovers. Four turnovers in this one. The last one was a Nicolay fumble at their own 19. Joseph Ullman ran it in for his third rushing touchdown of the game. That extra point did not hit the upright, but because of the rain, it went right through the holder's hands. That was no good. <laughs> and then Nicolay just responded with a 75-yard uh, rushing touchdown by Braden Ott. That's his second of the game. That extra point was blocked. Crazy extra points here at Homestead, but Homestead leads at 19 to 12. 19 to 12. You know, in the in the uh, Homestead Nicolay pool, I've got nine and two for the half. So let's see if that that comes in or not. Six twenty-four left in the half. You got a shot, man. I got a shot. He is Michael Rachel. Nineteen uh, twelve Homestead over Nicolay. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you scores and updates. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. If you're heading to the home show, uh, the Nary Home Show at State Fair this weekend, make sure you stop by Current Electric. If nothing else, say thanks for sponsoring that scoreboard show. If it wasn't for sponsors like like we have, we couldn't do this show. So I want to thank them. Again, the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on 12.50 a.m., The Fan. I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. Uh, we had two Menominee Falls where Pewaukee trails the Indians 6-19 in the second quarter. Tosa West leads New Berlin West 22-7, also in the second quarter. Uh, Kenosha Tremper trails Oak Creek 14 to nothing late in the second quarter. Nicolay trailing Homestead 12 to 19. Arrowhead leads Oconomowoc 15 to nothing in the second quarter. Grafton trails Catholic Memorial 7 to 14. New Berlin Eisenhower trails Tosa East 15 to nothing. 
Brookfield Central leads Sussex Hamilton 14-8 late in the second quarter. Cedarburg over West Bend East right now, 21 to nothing late in the second quarter. And uh, Waukesha West trails McGuanago 7-10 late in the second quarter. This scoreboard update is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen tomorrow to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan, Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be ta- uh, talking to Dan Lutz, the head coach at Menominee Falls, and a few of his seniors. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on 1250 AM, The Fan. Let's get right out to it. Jason's at the Eisenhower Tosa East Game brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Jason Pittman, give us an update. Well, I don't have quite the timing that some of the other guys do. Right after I hung up last time, uh, Tosa East with an 86-yard touchdown pass from Tommy Harper to A.J. Nichols. One play for the drive. Puts uh, Raiders up 22-0. to uh, Ike got their second uh, first down on the next series, and then there was an interception by Nehemiah Brown of Tosa East. And I also have an update from the game. He lost him at Lakeside Lutheran. Uh, Lutheran was ahead 18-0 in the second quarter last I saw. Well, guess what? We're talking to Monty, who's at that game right after you. So here we go. Jason, right. thank you very much. Let's get to line two. Speaking of Lakeside Lutheran and Kiwaskin, Monty, give us an update. Yes, uh, he is right. That we're, we are up 18 to nothing with uh, 10 seconds left in the first half. Uh, Lakeside's got the ball. We're on kind of a drive here. Uh, we're at our own 40-yard line. And uh, see what happens. How is Kate Olaszewski doing? Or yeah, I'm uh, sorry, Kate is up in Minnesota. How's Ian doing? Ian's doing well tonight. Uh, he scored the first touchdown on a all oh, about a 22-yard run, and then uh, um, now he's playing uh, linebacker, and he's doing well. Doing good. well. Good. You're proud of those boys. Oh yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. you and you should be because you know what, Monty, I've I've seen your sons in different settings when you're not around. And uh, I always wanted to know what my kids are like when they couldn't smell my cologne. And your kids, you know what, man, they are looking right in the eye, shake hands, give you a hug. How you doing, coach? How you been? How's the family? All that stuff that you hope your kids are like when you're not around are your kids. So well done on that. Keep us up to date. Lakeside Lutheran up 18-0. Monty's brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all booster clubs, businesses, churches, and events. Go to MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Let's get out to John. He's at the Tremper Oak Creek game. I bet this one's gotten away, and and Tremper's just struggling this year. John Walters, give us an update. Well, it's actually a little closer than what uh, I would have thought it would have been at this point. With 26 seconds remaining in the first half, Oak Creek is up 21-0. In their last possession, they were driving inside the 14-yard line in the red zone. They threw an interception, and Michael Danasio ran back a 40-yard interception return for Kenosha Tremper. Unfortunately, their offense was stalled, and they had their fifth three and out for the night. And Oak Creek got the ensuing punt return. They're marching in uh, inside their 30-yard line, closing seconds of the half, and uh, trying to knock on the door of the end zone once again. That's John Walters, who's filling in for Mike Bush. And I don't know if Mike Bush is listening, but 
Bush, I don't know. You might have to come back and re-interview for your job, pal. John Walter's doing a pretty good job out there. 21 nothing, Oak Creek over Tremper. Let's get to line three. Michael Rachel's at the Nicolay Homestead game, and he is brought to you by the Boilermakers Local 107. They are looking for apprentices starting at $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Michael Rachel, give us an update. Yeah, Mike, unfortunately for you, I have some bad news. Your 9-2 square is no longer in the green. Homestead scored a touchdown. They now lead 26-12. to The people you can blame for your dead square is quarterback Jack Worthlin. He had a 28-yard passing touchdown to the tight end, Oliver Stewart, and Homestead leads at 26-12 with just under two minutes to go. They do have the ball at midfield. Michael, didn't you tell the, the coaching staff at Homestead the, the numbers I had? Yeah, I told them right now they need a field goal to end the half, and it'll be 29-12. There it is. Well, let's uh, let's see if that happens. Uh, Michael Rachel, thank you very much. Obviously, he's my bookie or something. I, I don't have one of those. I'm just kidding. Let's get to line five. And Andy Marino is at the Brooks Central at Sussex-Hamilton game. Andy, before we get the score, what do you think of the atmosphere at Sussex-Hamilton? I always think it's one of the better places in southeast Wisconsin to see a high school football game. Man, the fans are loud. They got an HD scoreboard. This is really, really nice here. And yeah. uh, you can hear the hits. Uh, all the hits on the – these kids are really hitting hard. This is a great game. What's the score? I got uh, Brookfield Central 14, Hamilton 8. I got two minutes left in the first half. These guys just going back and forth. And um, as I said in my last call, Hamilton had three lost fumbles. You'd think it was a blowout, but – this Hamilton defense is keeping uh, these guys in the game. Hamilton did have a chance to uh, even up the score um, based on uh, two bad Brookfield Central pass interference calls, one in the end zone. But uh, the Hamilton offense uh, just continuing to struggle, wasn't able to convert, turned it over on down. So still got 14-8 as the score. Hey, Andy, what side are you on the Sussex-Hamilton sideline? I'm on the Brook Central side. Okay, so look to your right. Do you see the the building? Um, to your, to your right, it looks like an in. It's an indoor facility. Yep. It's if if uh, it's not open now, but if you ever get a chance to go in that thing, it is as nice as anything you've seen up in at you know on campus up in Wisconsin. It's like a hundred yard indoor turf field. That I'm telling you, and then you walk through, and the the weight room is incredible. They've done a really nice job there, and uh, we I've done a couple of shows there when the WFCA has done combines at Sussex Hamilton, and I'll tell you what I walked in and looked around and thought, you got to be kidding me. I, I was, if you I if, was wondering what the facility was when I was uh, hustling to get into the game from the parking lot. It looks just fantastic. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's it's absolutely gorgeous, and you got to give the people their credit. And two weeks ago on on that uh, Saturday show, we had a girl from Sussex Hamilton that was our uh, Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. And and I'm not kidding. I I don't know how some of these people get any homework done with how busy they are but I talked to the principal there and and she said you've got to meet this girl and have her on because she she flies under the radar screen but she's incredible and she really was I'm, I'm a big fan of some of the stuff they're doing out at Sussex Hamilton it's 14-8 Brookfield Central over Sussex Hamilton Andy thank you very much we'll get to a break this is the Varsity Blitz high school football scoreboard show powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. 
All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland, from the North Shore to the Classic Eight, from the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are falling. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM. The fan, where we get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. And before we get out to our guys that uh, are on the line, I want to say hi to Coach Steve Showalter who uh, sent me a text, just checking in, and said he's listening. I uh, I miss hanging out with him. He, uh, man, he was fun to, he was at Germantown. Those boys had it going, and I loved going to watch some of those games that, uh, with him coaching, and uh, I hope all is well, Coach. I look forward to uh, hanging out, talking some basketball very soon. It's coming up, so I look forward to that. Let's get to line one if we can. Don Wachillis is covering the Pewaukee at Menominee Falls game. And Don is brought to you by, let's go with Ideal Logos. We haven't talked about Troy Schaefer for a while. How's that, Don? There you go. We haven't talked about Ideal Logos and Smoking Out Mary for a long time. And uh, go over there. I'll tell you what. They uh, they do a great job for, we get all geared up. And uh, we go over there and get our awards from them for our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. We get our awards for our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. And Smoking Out Mary will take care of you with anything you need as far as embroidery, promotions, awards. She will take care of you. Don, give us an update, Pewaukee, Menominee Falls. Mike, we had a little bit of everything here on the final drive for Pewaukee. A fake punt, a 40-yard reception, and capped off with quarterback Logan Doberstein punching it in from three yards. We've gone to half now, and Pewaukee has closed the gap. Menominee Falls still on top, but now it's 19-14. to 14. As I said, we're at the half. Hey, Don, um, so Doberstein, he's a big-time pitcher, big-time baseball guy, and he's got great size, and he's he, is, he throws the ball really well. Um, I think what people talked about with him is he doesn't have great feet last year, but I heard that he's improved a little bit with that. He seems to have improved greatly in relation to where his game was last year, especially rolling, obviously, out of the pocket. His pocket presence has, I think, always been fairly good, but now his ability to roll right or left and make a play on the run, which we've seen now so much, whether we're talking high school, college, or pro football being important, and he's he's vastly improved at that. Hey, Don, what do you got coming up Monday night for your show, the, the College Sports Show? Yeah, it's time to get ready because uh, next week there's a little competition with uh, high school football with the Badgers kicking it off on Friday. So we'll start. Uh, we'll finally start talking about some games here as far as state teams go and uh, look into that Badger fighting Illini game. Hey, I'm wondering if uh, that that uh, that pass, that media pass that I gave you, gets you on the sidelines at the Badger game. Well, I I, t- I tend to use it all over the place. Summer <laughs> yeah, fast, that's high school football, that's you, what, it, you know. Yeah, you know what though? Not at that bar you go to. Don't be using it there. You don't get a uh, buy one get one because you've got that pass. Just so you know. No, well, you know, I I do some name dropping. <laughs> once once they figure out I'm you know connected with you, it's it's 
it's free all night then. Uh, that's Don Wachillis, always looking, because if it's free, it's me. That is his slogan. <laughs> Thank you so much. Let's get to line two if we can. John Moore, he's at the Arrowhead at Oconomowoc game, and he's brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. John Moore, give us an update. Mike, if we're name dropping, where can I name drop you so I can get a free cocktail or some free lunch? You know what? Uh, call down with Chillis. He seems to, he's got all the angles, man. That's what he does. That's how he gets through life. I Somehow I pay his rent, I think. No problem. If Don's buying, I'm in. There Wherever you go. Don wants to go. Anyhow, Mike, just before half, uh, Max Bredesen goes to Dom Dirklaw for a 10 yard pass. We have 22 to 3 Arrowhead at the half. Boy, you are uh, Matt Harris's good luck charm. 22-3, Arrowhead over Oconomowoc. John Moore, thank you very much. Let's get to line three if we can. Michael, uh, Rachel is covering Nicolay at Homestead. Michael, give us an update. Yeah, it's now 33-12, to Homestead. It's at the half. I tried my hardest to get you a field goal, but they wanted more points than that. It's the same connection as earlier. Quarterback Jack Worthland, this time a 30-yard touchdown pass to their tight end, Oliver Stewart. It's all homestead. A couple of players are actually dancing in the end zone during halftime, during the halftime show. They're uh, they're happy with their performance so far. Bounce back week is an understatement, as you were talking earlier today. It's Michael Rachel, 33-12, and he is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's pick-and-save student athlete of the week. Tomorrow's a young man from Menominee Falls, and uh, looking forward to having him on the show. Let's get to line four if we can Ted Lang. He's at the Tosa West New Berlin West game. Ted, give us an update. Halftime here at New Berlin. Windy, rainy New Berlin West. Uh, Wauwatosa West has taken a 30-7 to lead over New Berlin West. And Tosa West, yes, big time they can pass the ball. Uh, Seven-yard touchdown pass to Alec White, who's also their linebacker, who also scored on a punt return for a touchdown. So all he needs is a defensive touchdown. He's got the hat trick. My but goodness. It's all, it's all New Berlin West, or uh, uh, Tulsa West over New Berlin West here, 30-7. Uh, to seven. Teddy, thank you very much. Thanks. Yeah, we got to keep our eye on Tulsa West. The other team that, again, coming in, we didn't uh, pay a ton of attention to, but Cedarburg is another one. Let's get to Nate George. He's at the Cedarburg game, and he is brought to you by UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use, join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Nate, give us an update. Mike, at halftime, uh, we now have a score of 21-9, to Cedarburg. Um, to, uh, West Bend East put together a nice long drive, ate up a lot of the clock, ended up throwing an interception. But uh, fortunately, the interception was way down by the goal line, and then the first place Cedarburg tried to run, they uh, got a safety. Then they got the, you know, the the ball back. The wide receiver, the punt returner, misplayed it. It bounced over his head. It rolled all the way back. There was a holding penalty. They got the ball at their own five yard line on a safety. Oh man! They went down the field in five minutes, put together a real nice drive, and punched in right before halftime. I guess the best way to uh, slow down Cedarburg's offense is just not let them on the field tonight. Yeah, you bet. You know, West Bend East and West Bend West have not. Uh have not lit up the scoreboard for a few years. And West Bend East is, is supposed to be a pretty good football team this year, and I think we're seeing that. 21-9, they're hanging with Cedarburg a little bit. Uh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. 
let's uh, if we can let's get over to uh, to Tyler. I think he's at the Grafton um, Catholic Memorial game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, we're at halftime right now, and Catholic Memorial has actually been able to widen their lead now. They are up 21-7 at halftime. They were able to score with less than a minute left. Uh, what happened was, was first Catholic Memorial tried a deep pass. It fell, it fell short, but Grassley got played for passing the series. That put the ball all the way at the Grassley 13, or 13-yard line, rather. And then Obi Allen scored. About a couple of plays after that, from 14 yards out, to 28 seconds left. And so, and Grafton couldn't really get anything going offensively. They just ran the clock. It didn't yeah. even uh, work well for Grafton because a couple of drives earlier, Catholic Memorial got all the way to the five yard line. They went for it on Tilton Inches. And Obi Allen, the, who was a runner, got tripped up behind the line of scrimmage. And that's how uh, Grafton was able to make a stop there. But they just have to be able to get going offensively since that long touchdown pass. So where we stand right now, it is 21-7, Catholic Memorial at halftime. Tyler, thank you very much. Tyler, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. It's time to get those new windows or doors that you've been talking about. If you're, again, going to that Nary Milwaukee home improvement show at State Fair Park this week, um, it's going on Saturday and Sunday, and I'm on the board. For this, and they have done everything they can. It's, it's a safe show. Everybody there will uh, will be wearing the masks and social distancing. And I think people are are needing to do things like this. Go see my friends at Current Electric. Go see my friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And uh, if not, go to PellaWI.com or call Current.com and tell them thanks for sponsoring shows like this. They, they give us the opportunity to do this. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard, 12.50 a.m., The Fan. I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. At the half, it's Menominee Falls over Pewaukee, 19-14. Uh, Tosa West leads New Berlin West, 30-7 at the half. Oak Creek over Kenosha Tremper, 21-0 at the half. Uh, Homestead over Nick Lay, 33-12. Uh, Arrowhead over Oconomowoc, 22-3. Catholic Memorial over Grafton, 21-7. It's all Tosa East. Uh, Tosa East, 22. New Berlin Eisenhower, 0. Brookfield Central, 14. Over Sussex Hamilton, 8. That game is at the half. Cedarburg over West Bend East, 21-0. Lakeside Lutheran, 18-0 over Kewaskum. McGuanago up at the half, uh, 16-7 over Waukesha West. And Xavier over Hortonville, 24-6 at half. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Listen every Saturday at 11 a.m. for this week's Current Electric Superhero of the Week. Why? Because Current cares. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. We're on 1250 AM. The fan We get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. I can give you a couple of updates uh, that I got. And uh, I want to thank Nate Amack for his. I want to thank uh, him and the boys over at uh, Bayview Shade and Blind for being part of this uh, this show. He uh, does a nice job. Lake Country Lutheran up 42-13 at half. 
And as we had talked about uh, early in the show, if playoffs were to start now, and I think WI has not come out for sure, but this is what I, a bunch of people have called me to tell me exactly what's going to be happening um, with that. They're going to take four teams from Division One through Division Seven, and then go to eight man as well. And in the region, take the top four teams. Last year, they they put a computer um, thing together where they're feeding everybody's records, who they played, all of that. And that's what they're going to do again this year. And so the, the, what I'm telling you as far as the coaches poll, where, you know, Muskego's one, Franklin two, Marquette and Arrowhead, that's the coaches poll. That's not going to be the same as the WIA, but I'm, I'm utilizing the coaches poll to have this conversation with you now. Lake Country Lutheran, who has not had a close game yet. And again, they're not having one tonight either. 42-13 against Shoreland Lutheran. I know they get Martin Luther coming up either next week or the following week. And I think Martin Luther is going to be a good test for Lake Country Lutheran. But Lake Country Lutheran in Division 5 is ranked number one in the state. Lakeside Lutheran, who's winning, if they're in that region, and I think they probably will be. They had been for basketball when I was coaching over at Martin Luther. Um, they're ranked fifth. But every there is another team in this area, in our region, in the top ten in the coaches poll. So if you're you're in Division Five, and you're you know you've got a loss or two losses, you still got a shot to get into that. The issue is when you look at Division Two, and part of Division One, and even Division Three a little bit, but Division Two is loaded in this area with. Teams that are really good that might be on the outside looking in, again, depending on on how they're going to take that region. And I'll try to get a hold of somebody with the WIA or possibly Dan Brunner with the WFCA to ask them if they've put together the regions and how people how where teams are going to fall. Because again, Division Two right now falls in the coaches poll. Menominee Falls is one, Brook Central is two, Burlington is three. Brook East, Waukesha West, who's losing tonight at McGuanago, is five. Hartford is six. Kakana is seven. Then Wauwatosa West, Waterford, Cedarburg, and River Falls are tied for the 10th spot. So in Division Two, only four of those teams. So right now you're looking at Fallsburg Central, Burlington, and Brookfield East. But three of those teams are in the same conference. So that's going to be difficult. Are they going to look at that? And I don't think they are. I think they're just going to put every team in, and they're going to just look to see who spits out you know, the top four. And, and you guys go play to have a regional championship. We had talked a little bit on the Varsity Blitz show with my co-host, Ryan McMillan, the AD over at Muskego, that there was kind of a, a lot of people talking throughout the state saying, look, we can get to a state champion, and here's how we could do it. And there was a couple of different ideas. The problem is, and I knew it was going to be a problem because it's always a problem, is they WIA will not approve. It's a non-starter. We're not doing anything after um, deer hunting season starts. And people laugh at that. And I, I'm telling you that that's, that's what it is. And you would think in the year that we've had with COVID and to everybody starting later and our schedules are all kind of messed up, that if there was ever a year that maybe they would say, okay, for one year, we'll take a look at this. And if there's five players on a team, you know, um, from Spring Valley or, you know, Medford, 
that that these players are going to say, "Hey, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. I'm not giving up deer hunting for for one day to go play in a state championship game." Well, you know what? For me personally, too bad. You know what? Then then that's what then that's their team, and they're going to have to either say, "We're not we're not going," and take somebody else, or you know, play with without those guys. I Ryan McMillan talked to Hunter Waller who was a big deer hunter, also going to Wisconsin and could have gone anywhere he wanted in the country as a defensive back and a safety, and he chose Wisconsin. And he is a big-time deer hunter, and he said, look, I will give up one day of deer hunting to play in a state championship game. I can deer hunt the rest of my life. How many times do I get to play in a state championship game with my buddies, with the guys I grew up with, for my school, my community, my family? He said, I, it's hands down. I want to play in a state championship game. Now that's this kid, but I, for years that I've been doing this, anytime it's brought up, and the WFCA has a great relationship right now with the WIAA. When I started doing this show, it was not, and then Dan Brunner and Doug Sarver and Tom Swiddle and the guys from around the state started working quite a bit closer with Wade Lebecki and the guys at the WIAA, and they've gotten some great things done together. But it is a non-starter when it comes to deer hunting. We're not going to mess with that. Now, the, the state office for the WIA is in Stevens Point. And this has been this way forever. And so when, when you talk about it with, with somebody like a Ryan McMillan, who he loves the outdoors. He is, he is that kind of guy. He goes fishing all the time. And, but he said, look, if, if our guys here at Muskego had the opportunity, we'll, we would do whatever it took. If we if Camp Brandon wasn't available, we'd figure out locations. You know, either either we could go to a division division three college, or, or there's some high schools that have enough seating, including Muskego or Arrowhead or Kettle Moraine for that matter, have enough seating for us to host it, and we'll figure that out. We just need the green light from the WIAA, and I don't. They're not going to get it this year. I'm I'm telling you. I know there's still people talking, but from what I hear, that is not going to happen so a lot of our games are at halftime right now and uh i can tell you there's some interesting things going on tosa west beating up on new berlin west a little bit arrowhead that quarterback out at arrowhead is showing the boys the people at oconomowoc hey look you know what i uh i left oconomowoc sat out a year but i'm i'm back and 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 he's putting up big numbers the one that probably the most interesting to me right now is that catholic memorial grafting game 21-7 21-7 Catholic Memorial up over Grafton. And if Grafton's having a really good year um, and Catholic Memorial, people were starting to question a little bit. But they're, look, Bill Young and the, and the coaching staff over there are going to get it done and do not count them out. Don't do it because they're, they're playing well right now. Next week in the Classic Gate, Muskego at McGuanago. Big game, McGuanago bouncing back after getting beat by Arrowhead and trying to figure out how, you know, a couple of good wins from McGuanago. Maybe they sneak into that top four come playoff time. A lot of football to be played between now and then, but setting the table for, you know, what's going to be happening here in a few weeks. And I'll tell you what, my my uh, Friday or Saturday morning high school football, the, the Varsity Blitz show, We'll be talking about a lot of this stuff coming up in two, three weeks because there's going to be a lot of coaches, administrator, parents kind of ticked off. Like, what do you mean we're, we're not in the playoffs? We got one loss here. And in football, everybody normally, you get in the playoffs, not everybody, not like basketball, 
but the top 224 teams, boom, and they figure out what division everybody's in, and it uh, it rolls from there. But that's not going to be the way it is this year. Let's get to a break, boys. Other side of the break, uh, games are starting to get uh, kicked off again in the second half, and we'll get you some scores. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Let's get right to it. Line one, Don Wachillis is covering the Pewaukee at Menominee Falls game, brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of 0% for 72 months on a new Hyundai Tucson, Santa Fe, or Sonata. Go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. Don, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Menominee Falls will capitalize on a Pewaukee fumble. It'll be Nate McLean to Evan Redding for a 42-yard strike. And with 6.29 now to go here in the third quarter, Menominee Falls extends their lead to 26-14. to Man, how many Reddings are going to score touchdowns for Menominee Falls tonight? You know, the, the brothers are, are a definite combination here for Menominee Falls. Quite quite the talented family there. Well, I'm going to have to tell Quentin his brother's the one that should be on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you deal with you that got 26-14 Menominee Falls over Pewaukee. Let's get to a line two if we can. John is covering the Kenosha Tremper at Oak Creek game, and he's brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see our friends, and especially Smoking Hot Mary. For all your awards, promotions, and embroidery work, uh, John Walters, give us an update. Well, Oak Creek received the opening kickoff in the second half and drove 70 yards, and Gabe Buckman punched in his second touchdown of the night on a five-yard run. They did try for an extra point. Kenosha Tremper did block it, so it's a 27 nothing lead for Oak Creek with 4.14 left in the third quarter. You got to take small wins, don't you, John? That's, that's right, absolutely. Take small wins where you can get them. That's John Walters. Thank you very much. Let's get over to Jason Pittman. He's at the uh, Eisenhower at Tosa East game, and he's brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Fall is here, obviously. Time to get those new windows or doors that you've been talking about. Do what I did. Do what my brother John did. Go to PellaWI.com to get uh, those new windows and doors. Jason, give us an update. Well, uh, Tosa East took the opening kickoff of the second half. They had a six-play, 65-yard drive, everything on the ground between Maurice Rocket and Jaden Lohr. Rocket going the final six yards to uh, put the Raiders up 29-0. We're down under six and a half left in the third, and the Raiders have the ball again in their own territory. Uh, long pass coming. Oh, almost completed, but... Uh, doesn't quite fell right through his hands. Anyway, we're six sixteen left in the third, twenty nine zero Tosa East. Hey, I'll, you know, are you impressed with 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 the way Tosa East is playing? Because I'll tell you what, you know, they Pfeiffer has been around a long time, and he's done a nice job. He's at Arrowhead, at Kettle Moraine. He's he's been around. He's a coach that has taken programs that have been dormant for a while. And he has done a, a good job at, at building them back up, and he certainly is doing that at Tosa West. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, I mean, he did the same thing when he was at Sheboygan South. Yes, he a did. Of years ago. He was on my staff for a couple of years. Uh, you know, I consider him a mentor of mine. Um, 
I didn't so, know uh, that, Jason. I didn't. I, I did not know he was on uh, your staff. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, he was on my staff. Actually, he was uh, tabbed to be my old coordinator, and then he went to Concordia for a little while and coached college ball. Well, I, I tell you what, he uh, he's doing a nice job at at Tosa Easton for the first time in a while. And when I talked to him, I said, "Hey, you know, this is pretty cool that we're talking to you about our team of the week." He said, "You know, it is for for these kids. I, I agree with you." He said, "Look, are we where I think we should be and where I think we're going to be? No, probably not. But the fact that you're calling me at Tosa East to talk football, um, I appreciate that. He, you know what? He's a really good dude. I like him. He is. I, I love Dave. Great guy. And his old coordinator, Tom Horn. Tom's been around the block more than a couple times himself, and uh, is doing a great job, especially with this quarterback he has." Uh, you know, he's like a 6'3 kid. Uh, I guess he's, he's a heck of a baseball player, too. Well, it's, it'll be inter- interesting next week because they're going to play um, Lake Country Lutheran. And yeah. Lake Country Lutheran is, you know, they're rolling again tonight. And they haven't, they don't have a lot of competition in the conference they were in last year. And the con- the, the conference that they're in now, you know, St. Catharines will, will, is, is pretty good. Certainly Greendale Martin Luther is is pretty good. But other than that right now, St. Francis down a little bit. Even St. Catharines down a little bit. Um, I think Lake Country Lutheran was excited to come in to get more competition. But that, that Metro Classic might be down just a little bit this year. But to go up against Tosa East, that'll be a good, uh, a good matchup next week. Yes, it should be. Jason Pittman, thank you very much. Let's get over to line five if we can. Andy is covering the Brooks Central at Sussex-Hamilton game. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got Brooks Central 20, Hamilton-Sussex 8. Uh, five minutes, 23 seconds left in Q3. Uh, Brookfield Central took the second half kickoff, went on a long drive that ate up six minutes of the quarter, and they just uh, converted on a touchdown for that. Um the drive was hard fought, though. Again, this Hamilton defense is keeping Hamilton in the game on a night where the offense has been shaky. Uh, Brook Central had to convert on a couple third and longs to get the touchdown. Um, but they did decide to go for two, and Hamilton um, prevented them from getting it. So I only got 20 to 8 here. Andy, uh, as always, well, not always because I jump around, but you on this call brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Go ahead, Andy. Thanks, Pick and Save. Atta boy. And atta boy. That's Andy Marino. Let's uh, let's get to line one if we can. John Moore is at the Arrowhead uh, at Oconomowoc game. John, give us an update. Well, I'd like to thank Pick and Save, too. But anywho. Atta boy. Uh, after Oconomowoc burning most of the third quarter, Max Brinson, again, two plays, 76 yards, Score again. They get the two-point conversion. We have 30-3 to three Arrowhead with 6.30 left in the third quarter. Wow. You're you're impressed with Arrowhead. I'm impressed with Max, Max Bredson. Yeah. This, this kid's an athlete. He can play. He's running around the field. He's throwing some good, nice, short passes, throwing the long stuff. And when he has to scramble, he can beat anybody to the end zone. And that's awesome. John, thank you very much. Welcome back. Let's get over to line two. Michael Rachel, he's at the Nicolay at Homestead game. Michael, before we get to that, hey, can we talk a little bit about that podcast that you guys are doing? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, what's the name of it? Yeah, it's called Odd Sports Topic. Oh, we lost you, Michael. Give it to us again. It's called OddSportsTopic.com. 
And, uh, yeah, we talk about odd things in sports that people don't really think about. So a football example is the penalty flag. And uh, it used to be a whistle, actually, which obviously was very confusing because the end of a play would, signal, would be signaled by a whistle as well. So then a ref went home one night and had his wife throw him up a little a little handkerchief, and he would throw that. And then that just spread like wildfire around the country in college football and then eventually pro football. Uh, took up on that. So we just kind of highlight those kinds of stories and interview a bunch of people that work or play in sports and talk about what oddities they've faced in their career. And uh, is Aaron getting married this weekend or did he get married last weekend? He is this weekend. It is tomorrow at 3 p.m. Big day tomorrow. Is he still on crutches or are those ankles feeling a little better? <laughs> He's got a significant limp, <laughs> but uh, not on crutches anymore after, you know, six years. And what is, what, is, what is Aaron's last name? Aaron Gack. You tell Aaron Geck that I say uh, congratulations, and uh, I hope tomorrow is just a wonderful day for that young man. So yeah, give a, give us an update, Nicolay and Homestead. Yeah, so Nicolay scores first out of the break. Uh, Homestead now leads at 33-19. to Nicolay got a big run from uh, Jay Sean Austin. He had about a 35-yard run down to the inside the five, and uh, the running, other running back, Braden Ott, punched that in to, to 14 points. And then Homestead just had a fourth and goal from the one. And, and Nicolay makes a defensive stop, and now they have 99 yards to go, down by 14 here with four minutes to go in the third. Michael Rachel, thank you so much. Check him out, oddsportstopics.com. Let's get to line three if we can. John Walters at the Kenosha Tremper Oak Creek game. John, give us an update. Well, we got another score for Oak Creek. Oak Creek is up 33 nothing with a minute 30 left to go in the third quarter. Cade Palkowski with his second touchdown run of the night, a 36-yard run that he broke. And uh, prior to that, Kenosha Tremper actually did get the first first down offensively, but the Knights did force a punt. They are on the possession again. They got another first down, but they still have yet to cross the 50-yard line tonight in the game. Hey, John, I, you know, I normally call guys Wednesday nights to give them the game that uh, they're covering. I, I would assume that you're going to be at the Oak Creek-Franklin game next week. Absolutely. I just put it right. I'll put it on my sheet as we speak. He is John Walters. Thank you very much. Before we get to a break, uh, let's uh, get these other two win. Let's get to Ted Lang. He's at the Tosa West New Berlin West game. Teddy, give us an update. Yeah, shocker. Uh, two more rushing touchdowns for Wauwatosa West. They are now leading forty-two to seven going into the fourth quarter, and uh, they're they're just getting after it. Their ground game is unstoppable. You know, Coach Colstad's done a phenomenal job with Tosa West. And, you know, big time, you know, the saying, you know, the, the team, you know, takes on the personality of the coach. And uh, Coach Colstad, he's intense, he's fiery, he gets after it, and, and his players respond to it. So it's going to be all Tosa West here as they're actually going in for another score as I speak. But while with Tosa West, 42, New Berlin West, 7, fourth quarter. You know, uh, Grafton's getting beat tonight, Ted, by uh, Catholic Memorial last we heard. But that game next week, Tosa West at Grafton is going to be an awfully good game. It's going to be a good one. I saw Grafton a couple weeks ago uh, when they beat uh, Pewaukee, and they got a big line, I mean, very big, with uh, Ben Schwal, uh, who's going to UW. His brother played for UW. Yeah, he's both like of them six, did. Yeah, he's like six, seven, three hundred 300 pounds. I mean, their line is huge, so hey, that's going to be a good game. And, Ted, you know the head football coach at Grafton, he, uh, he married the Ben Schwal daughter. So yeah, that's, yeah. you know, he, uh, I tell you what, if he yells at that tack a little too much and he said, look, my wife thinks she knows more about football than any of us.
but I can't yeah. be yelling at her brother. I can tell you that. He goes, I don't need to very often because he's pretty good. And yeah, uh, like the McGivern household. A little bit like that McGivern household. <laughs> That's Ted Lane. Thank you very much. So let's get over to Monty. Monty's covering Kewaspa at Lakeside Luther. Monty, give us an update. It's 25 to 8, beginning of uh, fourth quarter. Kewaspa uh, was down here at the 25 yard line, and Lakeside held them on four downs. And now they got the ball and just starting their uh, opening drive for the fourth quarter. I'm sorry, Monty, I missed it. Is it 25 8? 25-8. Well, I'll tell you, so uh, Lakeside Lutheran, is uh, Lake Mills is going to be the game for them this year? Is that what you're thinking? Yes, uh, and that's I, that's next week at Lake Mills. Yeah, it is next week. What are So on a normal night, normal Friday night, when those two teams play, Monty, you can't, I would assume that you can't get in. It's just wall-to-wall, right? It's, it's packed. It's packed. And it's called the, the Slider Bowl. So what that is is a, a losing team has got to go down to the American Legion and buy the other team on Monday uh, slider hamburgers. Man, what about <laughs> the parents from the winning team? They get a couple? No, no, not usually, <laughs> but maybe we can get some, huh? Yeah, you know what? And friends of the parents from the winning team. Lake Mills is go. pretty good this year. Yes, they are. It'll be a good game. It'll be a great game. It yep. is twenty-five-eight Lakeside Lutheran over Kewaskum. Let's get, if we can, real quick. We're gonna we're gonna shorten Tyler up on this one. Grafton and Catholic Memorial. Tyler, give us a quick update. Hey, Mike. Uh, Six forty-nine left in the third quarter. Now Catholic Memorial has put Grafton in the corner. They're now up twenty-eight to seven. Obi Allen on uh, on Catholic Memorial second drive of the second half. He's able to break off on a twenty-five-yard touchdown run. And that's where we stand right now. 6.48 left in the third quarter. Grafton on the ropes. Catholic Memorial up 28-7. Perfect. Well done, Tyler Peters. Thank you so much. He was brought to you by Colonel Electric, home of your superheroes. For all your electrical or solar needs, go to callcurrent.com. Guys, we got it. Let's get to line three if we can, and then we'll get to a break. Jason, he's at the Eisenhower Toast. He's came. Give us, a, give us an update, Jason. I tell you what, this kid, Maurice Rocket, is the real deal. Uh, 27-yard touchdown run. It's now 36-0 in favor of the Raiders. Uh, I tell you what, I've been very impressed with that young man. Hey, I'll tell you, I, Matt Kern and the staff over at uh, Eisenhower, uh, you know, it's a staff that's been together a long time. They're, they've been, they've oh, seen yeah. a ton of football. And I, this is a down year for them, obviously. Yeah, I I was talking to Matt before the game. Their uh, quarterback, who had been a two-year starter, was going to be a senior this year, left for Florida in August. He wasn't sure we were going to have high school football in Wisconsin, so he hedged his bet and left. And then, uh, so actually, this this is a quarterback change that they have uh, going on this week. Uh, I'm not sure who played the the prior two weeks, but uh, Opst is the, this uh, player and uh, this quarterback, and uh, he's doing a nice job, but. They're they're just uh, not as big and strong up front as they've been in previous years. We've played them and scrimmaged them over the years, and I tell you what, they were always so so tough. Yeah, lot, up front. Hey, a lot of pride over at, at Ike. A lot of pride in their football program, and they're not going to be down for long. Matt Kern won't allow no. that for sure. Hey, thank no, you so much. Thirty-six nothing Tosa East over New Berlin Eisenhower. Let's get to a break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. On 12.50 a.m., The Fan. I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. 
Menominee Falls up over Pewaukee in the third quarter, 26-14. Tosa West leads New Berlin West, 42-7 into the fourth quarter. Oak Creek, all Oak Creek over Kenosha Tremper. It's 33-0 in the third quarter. Homestead over Nicolet, 33-19 in the third quarter. Arrowhead over Oconomowoc, 30-10. Catholic Memorial over Grafton, 28-7 in the third quarter. It's all Tosa East. Tosa East, 36. New Berlin Eisenhower, 0. Uh, Brookfield Central still has a lead on Sussex Hamilton. It's 20-8 in the third quarter. Uh, Cedarburg leads West Bend East at the half. It's 21-9. Lakeside Lutheran leads Kewaskum in the third quarter, 25-8. Maguanago over Waukesha West, 16-7. Xavier over Hortonville, 24-6. And Lake Country Lutheran over Sh uh, Shoreland Lutheran, 42-13. That score was from the half. This scoreboard update is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen tomorrow to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking to Dan Lutz, the head coach at Menominee Falls, and a few of his seniors. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan where we get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area. Let's go to line one, Nate George. He's at the Cedarburg at West Bend East game. Nate, give us an update. Mike, third quarter just ended, and even though there was no score in the third quarter, it was probably the best quarter of football I've seen tonight out here at this game. These two teams went at each other. They had a little snarl in the game. It was a very exciting game. They went up and down the field on each other. Defenses put up good stands right when the other team was getting in towards the red zone. Um, right at the start of the fourth quarter, West Bend East punched it in for a seven-yard run, though, to cut the lead. Now it's 21-16. to 16, Wow. Cedarburg has got the ball back. Um, they started their drive just now at the 10-yard line because of uh, a fumble on the kickoff. And, you know, those balls don't bounce the same way twice. So, we had 22 guys racing after it. It went from the 25 all the way down to the 10. First play, quarterback from Cedarburg took off, went 60 yards. He got him out of danger. First down and 10 at the West Bend East 30-yard line. Um, but uh, with the snow falling now out here in West Bend and the wind blowing, the, they're, they're not passing the ball at all anymore. It's just pretty much who's who, whose offensive line and defensive line wants to win this game more because they're just pounding on each other now. Hey, man, thank goodness you got that nice uh, gear. That Are you wearing that nice warm sweatshirt I got you? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm wearing, I think, the last three nice sweatshirts yeah, right now. Yeah, boy. Hey, Nate, quick question before we let you go. You know, you lived about a block from me, and you were involved in, in hockey, correct? Yeah. And, and now you're living in Port Washington. Is there youth hockey in Port? Yes, the kids in Port Washington play at Ozaki County in uh, Mequon on Pioneer Road. And what's the name of that that program? It's just the Ozaki County Youth Hockey. Is it pretty good hockey? Yeah, it's one of the one of the largest uh, youth organizations in the state. Uh, my oldest son is a Bantam this year, coming from the Blaze out of the Pennant Center, where they're not even having a Bantam team this year because they don't have enough players. To now they have three full teams out here in Ozaki. Wow, what a difference! What is it? I may call you and, and figure out who runs that organization. I'd like to get them on my well, my youth sports show. You, um, uh, the guy who runs it is uh, um, on the news. He, he's a weather reporter for one of the channels. 
Uh, Rob, uh, Rob, oh, what's his last name? I'm not drawing a blank. Rob. You, oh, you know boy. what? You think about it. Next time you call in with an update, Cedarburg, West Bend East, it's 21, okay, you know, 21 my, 16. But I'd like to have him on because I, I, that's Haswell. interesting. Rob Haswell is his name. Haswell. That's I mean, beautiful. Drawing a blank. Yeah, he's a. Uh, He's a chief meteorologist for one of the radio stations. Well, I don't know if I can have him on. He never said anything about snow out in West Bend today. So <laughs> we can. We, I don't know if I can get Rob on. He's Nate George. Let's get to line two. And Michael's covering the Nicolay at Homestead game. Michael, Rachel, give us an update. Mike, this game is getting interesting. It was 33-12 to 12 Homestead at the half. It is now 33-25 Homestead. Ooh. It's an eight-point game. And Homestead is now punting the ball away to Nicolay. So uh, the scoring play itself was from Jayshon Homestead. Run in, and it looks like Homestead just punted, and Nicolay will have the ball down one score, 10 minutes to go in the fourth. A little upset alert, perhaps. Hey, Michael, is the speed of Nicolay causing a lot of trouble for Homestead? Every once in a while. To be honest, in the first half, nothing was really going for Nicolay. They had four turnovers just in the first half. This half, no turnovers. And, I mean, it's making a huge difference. Both of their running backs are, are basically the whole offense for Nicolay. So that's that's where they're thriving right now. You know, Michael, number of years ago, Nicolay didn't have enough kids uh, to field a varsity team, and they shut it down. And they played in a, J, a JV schedule, and it was it was the timing was not great. Other teams in that conference were not happy, but Nicolay said, "Look, we're going to do this because of the safety issue. We don't have enough kids." But trust me, we will be back. And I think people roll their eyes a little bit, including me. Said, look, once, you know, it's going to be hard to get enough kids. Kids aren't going to want to play. You're not playing a varsity schedule. And what they said they were going to do, they did. And I give them a lot of credit because, look, inch by inch and game by game, they're getting a little bit better, getting more competitive. And for them to be down 33-25 at Homestead, uh, that, that's a statement for Nicolay football. Yeah, and I talked to someone related to the head coach of Nicolay. I forgot what his exact relation is, but he said he thinks it's been over 25 years since Nicolay has beaten Homestead. So, uh, yeah, like you said, coming back from not even having enough guys to field the team would be one heck of a win this week. There's no doubt. He is Michael Rachel. Thank you so much. Let's get to line three. John Moore, Arrowhead at Oconomowoc. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, whoever took the over in this game, you're covering we have 38-17 with two minutes left in the third quarter. Arrowhead's on about the four-yard line. They're about to score again. Oconomowoc just keeps hitting bomb after bomb. Long plays, two 50-yard touchdown passes. Hellman to Harpster actually got them on the board and got them rolling. But 38-17, Arrowhead, I don't know if you got enough time left. Boy, I'll tell you what. They uh, Defensively, you know you know, Coach Swiddle and those guys out of Arrowhead not going to be happy with giving up two long passes like that. No, they're, they're not happy right on the sidelines, Mike. They might be up 20-something points, but it doesn't sound like that over here. No, they're you know what? Football guys are never happy, John. They're never happy. It could be 40 to nothing. They'd say, yeah, but we gave up you know a 16-yard run, and we're never doing that. I'm telling you. Basketball, well, we, basketball coach is a lot happier than football coach. As we speak, Mike Arrowhead just punched it in again, so I have 44-17. So the offense is putting up a bunch of points. That's good. Hey, John, keep us up to date on that. John's brought to you by Lynch McGuanago. They are the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Let's get to line five if we can. And Andy Marino, he's at the Burke Central Sussex Hamilton game, and he is brought to you by Pick and Save. 
your local pick-and-save stores that listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's pick-and-save Student Athlete of the Week. Andy Marino, give us an update. Thanks, pick-and-save. I got um, Brooks Central, 20, Hamilton, 15, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Mac, this game's incredible, just straight-up incredible. Tail end of the third quarter, Brooks Central had uh, the ball on the Charger, 20, they faced a fourth and four and decided to go for it. Hamilton defense stopped them, took over on downs, hit a long bomb on the very next play down to the Brookfield Central three, punched it in to make it 2015. So on a, you know, Hamilton fumbled three times in the first quarter. This should be a blowout, and it's still a one-score game, 20 to 15. Uh, Brookfield Central just answered back with a long drive and fumbled on the 20 so Hamilton just took over. Wow, that's a good man. Uh, first of all, we found, you know, the right location for you, which, you know, <laughs> finally. Thank goodness for that. You know, I had you down like on the Illinois border. You're like, "Do I got to pay these tolls? Pay the tolls, man." I think that's where the game is. And now you're up in Sussex, so thank you for that. And uh I'm glad it's a really good game. He is Andy Marino, again brought to you by your local pick and save stores. Andy, thanks a lot. Keep us up to date. Let's get to a break, guys. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Current, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on 1250 AM, The Fan. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland, from the North Shore to the Classic Eight, from the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are fall. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome back to Last Hour. Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. So for years on this show, the last hour is all about coaches. My sideline reporters would hand their phone to the coach before he got on the bus or in the locker room after a big win. And we would talk to them, and we got a lot of coach speak, but it was good coach speak. Hey, the other team's the best team we've ever faced. My boys came ready to play. All of the, you know, we gave 110%. All the coach speak that you can imagine, but it was good coach speak because the coaches were excited about, about the win for about three minutes. Because I'd burst the bubble. I'd say, yeah, coach, that was a good win, but you know you play uh, Muskego next week. How you doing? And they're like, man, why don't you let me enjoy this for a minute? So it was kind of fun give and take. Well, what's going on in today's world? We're not doing any of that. We're not asking our sideline guys to hand their phone off to anybody. So they get in the car, they call in, and you know what? They recap. My guys recap what they saw on the field. So that's what's coming this hour. If you're leaving a game and uh, you want to talk about the game you were at, call us. We'll talk to you about it. 799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tell Austin the game that you were at that you want to talk to us about. And uh, we'll have that conversation. Let's get out to uh, to the games we're at. John is at the Kenosha Tremper Adult Creek game. John, give us an update. Mike, we got a score for Kenosha Tremper. They're on the board now. We have thirty-three to seven Oak Creek over Tremper with two minutes and forty seconds left to go in the fourth quarter. Xavier Getzinger for 
Kenosha Tremper punched in an eight-yard run to put them up on the board finally. And uh, after a couple series of the two teams exchanging punts, the Creek's got the backups in. Kenosha's driving again, uh, getting in the red zone right now. Well, Joe Parr, the head coach at uh, at Oak Creek, he is uh, Racine St. Catherine's guy and one of the nicest men uh, you're going to meet. And he will get his, he will have his second team play and he'll get after it with them. And then he'll get his third guys in and get after it with them as well. He's a good football guy. Uh, John Walters, thank you so much. Let's get to line two if we can. Michael's got an update at the Nicolay Homestead game. Michael, Rachel, what's going on? Yeah, Homestead scores to make it 40-25. to 25. It was a 15-yard quarterback keeper by Jack Worthland. An interesting play, though, is Nicolay had fourth and eight from their own 16, and they decided to run a fake punt with still eight minutes left. It was open, but they didn't complete on oh. it. Turnover on downs at their own 16, cashed in by Homestead to make it a 15-point game. You know, Michael, they're, they're down one score. One score? Over eight minutes to go. They were backed up pretty far, but Nicolay, or uh, sorry, Homestead hasn't had a score the entire half. So yeah. Very, very interesting uh, decision to do a Yep. I, you know what? They're going to, th- that coaching staff's going to question that call, I yep. think, uh, when they get on the bus. There's no doubt. Michael, Rachel, thank to you be for. Fair, Mike, yeah. To be fair, the play was open. It was open. Uh, just didn't make a play. Did, did, they, did he just, was it the punter that threw it or what? Uh, I don't remember who. I don't know if they had the quarterback back there. Right. Uh, but they ran a little fake punt and then uh, a little post route. It was open. Just uh-huh. fingertips. Michael, Rachel, thank you very much. Let's get to line three. Tyler's at the Grafton at Catholic Memorial uh, at Waukesha North, to be honest with you. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Uh, 1035 left in the game. Catholic Memorial has pretty much put this game away. They're now up 42-7 to seven Wow. on Grafton. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's, it's been all uh, all. Uh, Catholic Memorial for the last uh, three quarters. Quarters. Obi Allen actually scored with scored with uh, scored a third touchdown, a one-yard touchdown pass, pass touchdown reception. That was with three thirty left in the third quarter, and they actually uh, just scored again while I was waiting. Uh, pass the ball. Alex Weshkin uh, scored scored for fourteen yards out, and that's pretty much uh, pretty much it. Catholic Memorial. They just overwhelmed Grafton, not just uh, offensively being able to get runs and passes off, but also defensively. I don't think uh, Grafton in this uh, in this whole second half, I don't think they've even gone past uh, midfield at all. Boy. Hey, Tyler Peters, thank you. Well yeah, done. Yeah. You know, Grafton was, was in the coaches' poll ranked number two in Division Three, And, again, the way it looks, they're going to take the top four teams in the region, and i got to figure out what the region I don't know if WIA knows that or not, but maybe I'll get a hold of Dan Brunner. He may know that. Let's get to line four if we can. Monty's at the Kiwaska Lakeside Lutheran game. Monty, give us an update. Uh, the game's final, 39-8, to eight, Lakeside over Kiwaska. So, Monty, have you heard about what the WIA is going to do with the regional playoff stuff? Have you been keeping up on that? Uh, no, I haven't, but I kind of heard the same thing you did. Yeah. Uh, The top four, and I don't know how they're going to feed them or place them. Well, I I see that the placing part, who's in what region is going to be the interesting part, because no matter what division, you know, you're in, that's where you're going to be. You guys are what? You guys are in division five, at least in the coaches poll. Right, right. So the only other team in the top 10 that's even close is Lake Country Lutheran. 
Right. And, and depending on if they take you guys up west um, and into the Madison area, you know, you guys would uh, – look, I'm not sure where, where all these schools are, but, you know, Brilliant, is, I think, is up Southern Doors and Door County, Spooner, Cumberland, Colby. So you guys are not in – I, I thought you were in four, but in this in this thing you're five, and and I don't think this really matters. It depends who makes it into those playoffs, and then they'll take the the amount of kids that are in the school, and you may move to four, or you may yep. stay in five. That'll yep. be really interesting, that's for sure. Thirty nine eight Lakeside Lutheran getting ready for that the Slider Bowl next the week against next Lake week Mills. Friday. Hey, um, say hello. Did you get that sweatshirt I gave to Joe? Hey, I'm wearing it tonight because it's a little chilly and windy out here. Well, it's snowing like crazy in West Bend. Well, not like crazy, but it's coming down a little bit, so it's coming your way, pal. Get that oh, snowblower ready. <laughs> shovel. Yeah, get the shovel ready. Yeah. Get your boys back doing that kind of stuff. Monty, thank you so much. 39-8, Lakeside Lutheran over Kewaskum. Let's get to line one if we can. John's at the Kenosha Tremper Oak Creek game. John Walters, give us an update. Mike, we have another score from Kenosha Tremper, and they're cutting the lead of Kenosha to 33-14. We have the closing minutes coming up of the game coming up, but uh, Oak Creek is driving. They're getting into the red zone again, uh, looking to pop on another score, but just looking to bleed this game out right now. The score for Tremper was uh, Xavier Getzinger again. He punched in another 15-yard run, making a second run, second rushing touchdown of the night. Hey, John, you can head out, man. I really appreciate it. Nice job today. Um, I didn't mean to take all the gas out of your car by sending you all over the place. And I appreciate your patience with uh, with us. And, and thank you for doing this game. And I'm sure that Franklin Oak Creek game will be fun for you to do next week. Sitting in and pitch hinting for Mike Bush. Until well, and we get Mike back, then we'll just have an extra guy. But John Walters did a nice job tonight, 33-14, Oak Creek over Kenosha Tremper. Let's get to line two if we can. And Ted Lang is at the Tosa West New Berlin West game. It's been all Tosa West up until now. Ted is brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union to learn more at uwcu.org. Ted, give us an update. Yeah, we have gone final here at New Berlin West. Wauwatosa West puts up 50 points uh, to go on to win 50-7 to over New Berlin West. And for the first time in a long time, I had the, some coaches for Tosa West asking me if I knew of any other scores, like who they play next. And Grafton, a, a, let them know that Grafton is uh, getting run off the field by Catholic Memorial. Tosa East is uh, all over. Tosa East is, has won big. They were up, I think, to, let me look real quick. Um, last time that we heard about to, Jason Pittman was at that game, it was 36 nothing. Tosa East over New Berlin Eisenhower. Wow. Wow. Well, good night for the Tosas. Really good night. And you know wow. what's funny, Ted, is the last two UW Credit Union teams of the week, Tosa West and, then, and before that, Tosa East. There you go. You're going to have coaches calling you now. Well, I, I can tell you that both well-deserved. And with and last week, with what how Tosa West had to adjust, they had, instead of a home game, they had to play a 4 o'clock game in Pewaukee because of all the th- – and they had to get home before curfew. Yep. Yep. And I, I give them a lot of credit because, you know what, football coaches and most players are creatures of habit, as you know. Oh, yeah. Look, if this is what we do – 
you know, three hours before game time, I do this. Two hours before game time, this is where we practice. We got a home game. This is, and it all it's it, things change very quickly in today's world. And Tosa East had to shut it down. They didn't even play last week. Tosa West figured out how to go to Pewaukee, play, get a win, and get home before curfew. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff going on in Tosa. That's for sure. Ted Lang, thank you so much. Before thank we you. get to a break, boys. Let's get to line three. Don's at the Pewaukee Menominee Falls game. Don with Chillis, give us an update. Mike, it's the final. 26-14, Menominee Falls, so they'll remain undefeated going into next week. And those guys will be in good moods when they join me tomorrow and Ryan McMillan tomorrow at 10-15 on the Varsity Blitz uh, High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores and certainly the Redding family. Quinton should be in a pretty good mood. Kyle Heckman will be in a good mood. You know, Billy Howard will be in a good mood. And their head coach, Dan Lutz, as well. Don, thank you so much. Again, 26-14 final. Let's get to, I think Andy might be, let's get to line one if we can. Nate is at the Cedarburg at West Bend East game. Nate, give us an update. Well, Mike, we got one minute left now. Cedarburg just punched it in to take a 35-22 to lead with one minute left. Uh, they're kicking off right now. Uh, West Bend East really came out, and they threw some blows at each other. West Bend pulled in within one touchdown, but like I said, as I was talking to you, Cedarburg broke for a nice, nice long run, uh, punched in, but Cedarburg, uh, West Bend East answered right back, brought it within another touchdown, uh, but Cedarburg, they went right back down and scored again. One minute left, they're down up, up by two touchdowns now. Boy. Hey, Nate, thanks a lot for covering that one. Cedarburg at West Bend East, 35-22 Cedarburg. Let's get to line four before we get to a break. Andy Marino is at the Brook Central Sussex-Hamilton game. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got Brook Central 20, Hamilton 15, one minute, 24 seconds left in the fourth. This game's incredible. I said it before, I'll say it again. Um, Hamilton had a chance to drive the length of the field. They started on their own one and got out to about their own 30, uh, decided to go for it on a fourth and long, and in true Hamilton fashion as a theme of the night, fumble on their last play of the game. So Brook Central has the ball. Uh, I think they're just going to run out the clock, and this one's going to be over uh, in about a minute or so. Boy, Andy, you know what? It took us a while to get you there, but well done. 20-15, to Brook Central over Sussex Hamilton, and I think Sussex Hamilton will watch the film and kick themselves for the amount of turnovers that they had tonight. Let's get to a break. If you're leaving a game, we're going to have a little time here this last hour. If you want to talk about the, the game that you saw, talk about the uh, the team that you follow, give us a call at 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. And uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the team that the two teams that you went out and, and watched and you had to dress warm. It's getting a little bit cold, that's for sure. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your Varsity Blitz scoreboard update. Menominee Falls over Pewaukee, 26-14. to That game is final. Tosa West over New Berlin West, 50-7. Uh, to That game is also final. Uh, late in the fourth, Oak Creek over Tremper, 33-14. to uh, Also late in the fourth, Homestead over Nick Lafe. It's 40-25 to, 40 to there at Homestead. 
Arrowhead leads Oconomowoc 52 to uh, 52 to 17 late in the fourth. Catholic Memorial over Grafton 42 to seven late in the fourth. Uh, it's all Tosa East. It's 36 nothing over New Berlin Eisenhower. Brookfield Central up 20 to 15 late in the fourth quarter. A minute left to go as we just heard over Sussex Hamilton. Cedarburg leads West Bend East 35 to 22 with a minute left in that game. Lakeside Lutheran got the win 39 to eight over Kewaskum. Uh, McGuanago leads Waukesha West 23 to 13. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Listen every Saturday at 11 a.m. for this week's Current Electric Superhero of the Week. Why? Because Current cares. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM. The Fan. A lot of finals coming in. Again, if you're uh, leaving a game, give us a call at 414-799-1250. And let's talk about the game that you were at. We've got Michael Rachel. He's at the Nicolay Homestead game. And I think Homestead probably hung on to that one. Uh, Michael, give us a final. Yeah, they did hold on to win this one, 40-25. The Highlanders take this one at home against Nicolet. But uh, Nicolet, second half, they outscored Homestead, and pretty impressive second half by Nicolet. Yeah, I like we had talked about earlier, you know, that was, uh, that was pretty interesting to me that, you know, Nicolet, again, when you, when you think about Nicolet playing Homestead, you think it's going to be, you know, a running clock, and it certainly is not. And Nicolay's getting to be a pretty good, uh, a pretty good uh, program, and and you got to give them credit. Um, that fake punt, like you said, it was open, and if they had hit that, I'm just wondering if they had to do that all over again, if they would do it again. Yeah, but this team, like you said, it's a spirited team. They got to stop on fourth and one at, at their goal line, and they went on for a 99 yard drive and punched it in to cut it to eight. And this, I mean, the Nicolay sideline was going crazy, and Homestead was. You know, pretty quiet, which, like you said, in this this matchup does not happen very often. So, hats off to Nicolay, but Homestead did what they needed to do to get their get back on the winning winning track that they are so used to. Yeah, and Homestead next week will play West Bend East, who lost to Cedarburg tonight, but but hung with them. You know, they they played pretty well against Cedarburg. They lost thirty five twenty two, but I can tell you that Nate George, who was at that game, said, "Boy, West Bend East played pretty well. They they're a tough squad." And so Homestead will have their hands full uh, a little bit next week. Nicolay will travel, I believe, to Cedarburg uh, next week to play that team. And and you got to get ready to play Brian Lear and, and the Bulldogs. They're man, they're playing well and they're looking to figure out how to get into you know the top four again in that region. So hey, Michael, thank uh, thank you so much. Well done again. You can check out his podcast oddsportstopics.com. oddsportstopics.com. Com. Michael, Rachel, well done. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Let's get to line two if we can. Tyler Peters been covering the Grafton at Catholic, Grafton against Catholic Memorial at Waukesha North. That's tough. Tyler, give me uh, an update. You got a final? Yes, we do have a final, Mike. It is 42-7, to seven, Catholic Memorial over Grafton. You know, I said before it was about 20 unanswered points. I actually took a look at my notes again. It was actually 42 unanswered points for Catholic Memorial after giving up that early uh, touchdown, that early touchdown run to Cannon, Cannon Foss, 
in the first quarter. After that, there was just no stopping Catholic Memorial. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, and that is normally every year when we talk about that. And, you know, Catholic Memorial is, is they're just a great program, really well coached. And when you look again at that coach's poll, you know, even with a loss, Catholic Memorial ranked number one in Division Four. Now, Xavier won big tonight against Hortonville, and that was uh, a game that I thought was going to be a little bit closer than it was. You've got Freedom and Wrightstown that are all up in that valley, you know, trying to get in that top four, but Catholic Memorial is not going anywhere. You've also got Lake Mills in that, and Kohler, Sheboygan, Lutheran, Sheboygan, Christian is, is right there as well. So everybody's going to be trying to vie to get into that top four, um, and depending on what division you're in, and you're always looking at Catholic Memorial, whatever their division is, to say, look, they're a team that got a chance because they've won, you know, they've won for a lot of years under Bill Young. So, Tyler Peters, thank you so much. I appreciate you getting out to that game. Absolutely, Mike. And like you said at the beginning, I've uh, heard a little bit more gas than, than I expected, but it was still. But still a good game and just a really impressive performance by Catholic Memorial. Other than um, failing on a fourth and inches at the Grafton 5, they pretty much played a flawless game tonight. Excellent. Tyler, thank you so much for the update. I appreciate it. So a couple of games uh, next week that uh, I think are pretty interesting, and we'll have a little time to to go over some of these for sure. Um, The Lake Country Lutheran. Game against it's not conference, but against a Tosa East team that won big uh, tonight and was pretty impressive, according to Ted Lang. The Muskego McGuanago game. McGuana goes up 23 uh, 13. That is going to be the final as they're starting to shake hands on in that game. Uh, McGuanago bounces back and a game that, look, they have been looking at. Um, they get a shot at Muskego. Last year, I can tell you what I heard, by the way. Muskego goes into obviously going to be the one seed. They go into that coaches meeting, and McGuanago actually tried to set it up where they would play Muskego in the second round. Most people were running trying to get out of that spot. McGuanago said, no, we'd like to get that spot. And be careful what you ask for. Muskego beat him and went on to win the state championship. But McGuanago does is not afraid to play at Muskego or at home against Muskego. And it'll be interesting to see. That, that game next week, uh, the Waukesha West Arrowhead game. Waukesha West going to be coming up off a loss. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hung out with Steve Rux the other night at uh, the pick and save in Waukesha. And, and he said, look, I like our team. I do. We're going to have some ups and downs. we got guys that are playing that haven't played before. His son, who is a, a good offensive lineman, got hurt before the year started. He's out for the year, which is disappointing for Coach Rux. And we had that conversation as well. Um, so they're, they're, they've got a Band-Aid on a couple of areas. And uh, we'll see how they do next week. Again, let's get to a break. We've got two segments left. If you want to call in at 799-1250. 414-799-1250. And talk about the game that you were at. Man, let's have that conversation. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's get right to line two. 
Man, head football coach at Lake Country Lutheran, they have been rolling for years. Coach Brasgell, how you been? I'm doing great. I heard you were missing me, Mike. I'm man, I well, I am missing you. I am missing you. How's how's that lovely wife of yours? Because <laughs> oh, you all kicked man. your coverage, brother. Let's be honest. Hey, I tell you what, she's still looking good. Yes, she man, as you are, coach. You know what? <laughs> I. I Moving over to the Metro Classic, I, I think you guys kind of thought, look, we'll, we'll get a little bit better competition. We'll get some closer games that will get us ready for whatever kind of playoffs they're going to be. Um, it's not so far not the way you kind of thought, but there, you got some games coming up. Well, we'll the East tonight um, all over New Berlin West. Um, last, oh, I'm sorry, all over Ike. Then they they okay. beat them big. It was uh, good. Yeah, it was thirty. Last time we heard, it was thirty-six nothing. Oh man, that's exciting. Yeah, so you got a chance to play a pretty good Wauwatosa East, and Martin Luther's coming up. There's some t- some games on your schedule, Coach. Feel pretty good about where these kids are at uh, midway through. Yeah, I mean, people got to remember the uh, historically good teams in the Metro Classic we haven't played yet, so. Um, yeah, but uh, we picked up this Tosa East game. We thought it was good to, to fill that brown beer. Uh, like you said, we want a challenge, and uh, hopefully these next three games are going to give that to us. Coach, have you heard from the WIA on the regional playoffs? We've been talking about it a little bit tonight. I know they haven't come out with the final plan, but from what I'm hearing, top four teams in each region um, will play a, a, a you know playoff game, one versus four, two versus three, and winners will play for the regional championship. Is that what you're hearing? Um, I, I have not heard that. I did hear that they were looking at trying to keep 224 teams in the playoffs, splitting them up into seven divisions, 32 teams, and then just breaking them up into eight groups by geography. That's what I heard. Um, I, so I just I just figured we would end up playing the three teams closest to us in Division 5 or 4 or whatever we are. Well, and if it is five, Coach, and I'm looking at the top ten, and Lake Lakeside Lutheran, who went, won big tonight, and they played Lake Mills next week, other than that, there, you know, Stratford and Amherst and Cumberland and Colby, and you, you're used to traveling come playoff time, but I, I don't know where they're going to find. I don't know a lot of Division Five teams in this area. Who's normally in this area for you? Well, and, that, and that's what's going to be interesting because, you know, with the D1 pretty much out with Milwaukee and Madison out, you know, are we a D4 team now? Right. And, you know, are we, are we entertaining a – a look at Martin Luther in our regional. I mean, that's my biggest thing is I don't really want to play a conference team in the playoffs because we already played them. And, well, I mean, if we're just going to play two extra games, why would I play two extra games against someone I already played? So I'm hoping they kind of pay attention to the to the conference aspect of it. Yeah, I don't th- – you know what, Coach? Here, So here's what I'm I'm thinking and here's what I'm hearing. You know, last year they, 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 they put, put this um, – you know the computer to work, right? They they put in the right. teams. All right, here's one, here's two, and they put in everybody's records and all of that. And from what I'm hearing, they're going to pick the regions, and it doesn't matter if they're in your conference or not. Um, it's going to be here are the top four teams. You guys go play. And so, right. uh, look right now in the coaches poll, if you're looking at that division two is the one that 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 is going to be the toughest in our area. I think you look at the top. 10 teams and nine of them are from our area falls brook right. central burlington brookies walkshaw west hartford wauwatosa west waterford cedarburg they, you know they could take somebody like walkshaw west and move them west but nobody's playing west 
Right, and that's it, the biggest thing is is you're going to end up with uh, a lot of these good games that we saw in, I guess we can still call it the regular season. You're going to see them again in the in the playoffs, and and that's not bad. I guess at, at a certain point you want to play good teams. Um, I'm just I'm you know I just look at it and say you know the way I do my calculations, there's only about 248 teams playing football right now. Right. So if 224 are making the playoffs, you know. If they break it down into geographical regions, it could be seven and zero against oh, you know, one and six. Well, and, and you, you know, know what? And that might—I'm telling you—some of that might happen. And and half of me, coach, is is upset that you know the the deer hunting, the, the WI—it's a non-starter. You can't have the they cannot have that discussion with them. Right. We're not doing that. But my co-host on my Saturday morning show, Ryan McMillan from Muskego, said, look, there's some people talking. There's a way to do this. And they had kind of a plan. And I don't think – I think the WIA is going to say, look, this is what we're going to do this year. We're going to take this amount of teams. We're going to take the top four from each division in, in this region. But the region, you know, for, for Division One is going to be different than it will be in Division Five. Right. I mean, that's the biggest thing is they're not going to let us get out of geography. They have to respect that COVID's a reality. And um, we shouldn't be traveling all around the state with, you know, the 70, 75 people, um, you know. To, I, just, I just think that's probably the right move, unfortunately, this year. But uh, I think that's going to make it really hard to have hey. – you know, the four, four best teams kind of squaring off. Yeah, we're talking to the head football coach at Lake Country Lutheran. Greg, how do you – what do you have these conversations with your seniors or do you just say, hey, look, you know what, you play against the team that's ahead of you. We'll deal we're, – we're the adults in the room. We'll deal with that. But I know some of the things you do at Lake Country Lutheran to make sure that your seniors, you know, are really well prepared to be adults when they move out of Lake Country right. Lutheran. Do you have those these kind of conversations with, like, look, I'm not quite sure, guys, what's going to happen. Let's just keep playing. Well, it's funny that you, you, you said what do you say to your seniors. This year I have one senior, Mike. Um, that place. So, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of exciting, but I do uh, continue to have those conversations with our kids. Uh, you know, why are you so worried about the future? All right. It says clearly in the Bible, don't worry about tomorrow. Today has enough worries of its own. Amen. Yep. And when you can, and, and when you can start using that and say, well, why are you sitting here thinking about, you know, Shoreland, uh, in week one, you know, stop. The best thing for us this year is we play five teams that we haven't played before. You know, so so we can't sit here and say, well, let's project out to what these guys are going to look like or these guys. We don't know who our next opponent's going to look like. You know, we have we know nothing, for example, about Tosa East now. Yeah, so we th- can't be sitting here thinking about saying, "Case to Martin Luther," when we we got to figure out Tosa East. So I told the kids, here's the thing: I don't know what the playoffs look like, but we have to build the best resume possible, all right, and force them to put us in a situation where we can make a play with the best and see what happens. So, so trying to put up the best resume. Hey, I can, I'll tell you a couple of things about Tosis. Um, look, there, Coach Pfeiffer's been around, and, and, and he coached out at Arrowhead, coached in Sheboygan. Yeah, I think he's an Arrowhead guy, right? Yeah, and you know what? He did a good job at Kettle Moraine. He, did, uh, he was at Kewaskum a little bit that I found that out tonight. And when I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, they were our UW Credit Union Team of the Week because they, they won a game and they didn't win a game last year. And he said, right. hey, look, we're not – I don't know where we are, but I think we got a chance to be okay. 
And and you know what? We got some athletes. They got a kid who is going to Arizona State, right? He's a defensive lineman, and he, right. he hadn't played yeah, a lot of football. At. Yeah, so they got and they got some speed. And this isn't a Wauwatosa East of three years ago where you're going to show up and 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 you know you'll have your subs in early. Uh, this is a different Toast East game team. So I'm excited for you guys. It's going to be a good challenge for you, Coach. Yeah, I mean, it's D5 against D2. We're not sitting back thinking, even if they are uh, defeated, like they're still a D2 team. They're going to have way more depth. They're going to have bigger, stronger kids, and they're going to have more talent. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're just sitting back saying, let's get ready, because technically today would have been week nine in the regular season. So Unbelievable. Playoffs, playoffs week one coming up. Uh, Toast East, we drew. <laughs> That's it. That's a great way to look at it. Greg, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. How did the AMAC kid play today? Hey, Matt, kid played great. He's starting at linebacker for me this year. Uh, you know, he, thank goodness he gets his good looks and his athletic ability from his mother's side. <laughs> I'm going to tell his dad. No, you tell him I said that. You tell Nate Amac I said that. I've seen him throw a ball and try to hit a golf course. He definitely, that boy, got it from his mama's side. Hey, Coach, thank you so much. Excellent. Good luck next week against uh, against a good West uh, Wauwatosa East team, and, and I always appreciate a few minutes with you. Hey, thank you for getting me on, Mike, and it's always fun to talk to you. Take Excellent. care, bud. You bet. Thank you. Hey, let's get to line five if we can. Andy's been holding on. Brook Central, Sussex, Hamilton final. Andy, give us an update. I got Brook Central 20, Hamilton 15, and that's the final, Max. Boy, good game tonight. Uh, you're batting 1,000. Uh, week four, and this is four really competitive, good games, and uh, Brook Central's been in my favorite top two games. Uh, these kids can just hit. And uh, it's like watching a, almost a professional team. Well, you know what's cool is that, I look, you are opening your eyes and you're doing some things. You know, last year, your first year with us, we kept you right in the neighborhood a little bit. Well, yep. that, now there's not a lot of neighborhood. Now you just want to go to the best games. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and, pre- it- and I appreciate you saying that because next week, Assumption is playing at Wild Rose. You're gonna to have to leave on th- on Thursday, and we're gonna book your room a room up some near somewhere near Wild Rose. But man, it could be the game of a lifetime. Well, if you pay for the hotel and a couple dinners and um, stuff, we we can talk maybe. You know what? We we will talk then. We will talk. You got to take that. Make sure you get Thursday and Friday off because it's Wild Rose is only near Wapaka. It's not too bad. Maybe I'll get you to Rice Lake or Chippewa Falls, something like that. Andy, thank you very much. Good win for Brookfield Central. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll uh, be our last segment, and we'll talk about some upcoming games next week that I think are going to matter when it comes to this whole playoff part. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. As always, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. On 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Austin Delaney, and it's time now for your final Varsity Blitz scoreboard update of the night. We got a couple finals here. Menominee Falls over Pewaukee, 26-14. Tosa West over New Berlin West, 50-7. Oak Creek over Kenosha Tremper, 33-14. Homestead over Nicolay, 40-25. Arrowhead, 59-17 over Oconomowoc. Catholic Memorial takes down Grafton, 42-7. Uh, all Tosa East in Wauwatosa, it's 36-0 uh, Tosa East over New Berlin Eisenhower. We got a final from Sussex. It's Brookfield Central 20, Hamilton 15. Cedarburg over West Bend East 35-22. to 
Lakeside Lutheran 39 to 8 over Kiwaskum. Maguanago went final against Waukesha West. It's Maguanago 23, Waukesha West 13. Lake Country Lutheran 62 over Shoreland Lutheran 21. And Muskego over Waukesha North 56 to 7. This scoreboard update is brought to you by your local pick and save stores. Listen tomorrow to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 to noon. Mike McGivern and Ryan McMillan will be talking to Dan Lutz, the head coach at Menominee Falls, and a few of his seniors. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM. The fan, man, I want to thank uh, Greg Brazil, the head football coach at Lake Country Lutheran. He's a class act, man, and he his program. I'm telling you, when he came into that school, um, they didn't have a program, and he put it together. and And you know what he uh, he does a great job with those kids out there. And and he's got one senior. When he said that, I. Man, I, my jaw dropped. If I'm in that conference, I'm not happy to hear that at all. They got one senior, and they're rolling on teams. And, you know, he does a good job. And I, he's always been really kind with his time for this show. So I want to thank him for that for sure. Hey, I want to talk a little bit about a couple of things we got going tomorrow. Uh, from 8 to 9, my Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. Got It is the Nary Home Improvement Show going on at State Fair Park. And Jason from J&J Contractors is going to join me uh, as my co-host to talk a little bit about some of the things going on and how hard it was and, and how hard the people at Nary worked to get that show. So if you want to get over to State Fair tomorrow and see some Nary Contractors tomorrow and Sunday, um, you can. They've, they, it's, it's a safe environment, and they're making sure all that is taken care of. Uh, my my youth sports show tomorrow from 9 to 10, the Milwaukee Area Youth Lacrosse Program is going to be joining us. And looking forward to talking. Going to have three guests on tomorrow, one for two segments, and then two other guys who are part of that program or have been part of it, the Milwaukee Area Youth Lacrosse Program, uh, on my All-State Youth Show from 9 to 10. And then 10 to 12, uh, Ryan McMillan, AD at Muskega, will join me as my co-host First hour, we're talking Menominee Falls football. Got uh, three of their seniors, uh, captains, pick-and-save student-athlete of the week, and Coach Dan Lutz will join us. Libby Proctor is our current electric superhero of the week uh, from Franklin. Really impressive, all the things that she has done and is doing. You're going to want to tune in and listen to her. She's really sharp. Looking forward to that. We're also going to talk to the head football coach uh, from Simpson College in Iowa. Coach Jeter is going to join us for a segment We'll name our, our uh, credit, UW Credit Union Team of the Week, and uh, it should be a good show. There's a lot of things to talk about, and the playoff stuff that we've been talking about, there's a couple of things that, that you know are going to happen here in the next couple of weeks that are going to determine who's going to be where, what teams are going to make it. But like Greg talked about, you know, there's, there's only going to be about 20 teams that don't make the playoffs. It's almost like basketball. Um, now where where everybody is in, but once they get every, everything situated, they'll take top four in each re in each division, and then geographically make the regions. And I, from my feeling, it's the the division one region's not going to look anything like the division five, and division two's not going to look anything like division six because we don't have a lot of teams in this area in six and seven. 
So it's going to be interesting. Next week, a couple of games that, that jump off uh, the schedule at me. That Muskego-Maguanago game is going to be a good one. Waukesha West at Arrowhead going to be a, a good game as well. And Arrowhead got a win tonight. You, you got to tip your hat. That, that quarterback is really good, but I'll tell you, that coaching staff's done a nice job. Germantown got a win tonight. Germantown beat Brookfield East in overtime 30-24. to Germantown now goes over to Brook Central. Brook Central got a win tonight. Menominee Falls is going to be playing Brookfield East next week, and Brookfield East has gotten a, f- a couple of losses now, and a lot of pride in that program, for sure. So they're going to be ready for Menominee Falls, and uh, Marquette plays Sussex Hamilton, who they could not hold on to the ball tonight. And, and you know Coach Gum and that staff, some of those players are kicking themselves because they had, they had a chance to beat a really good team tonight, and they put the ball in the carpet a number of times, and that cost them a game. The Lake Country Lutheran Wauwatosa East game will be really interesting to me. Not conference game, but you're looking at Lake Country Lutheran as a Division Five team going and playing or having Wauwatosa East come to them, it looks like to me. And Wauwatosa East feeling pretty good about themselves right now. Coach Pfeiffer and that staff did a nice job. And if they don't know much about Lake Country Lutheran, and I think Coach Pfeiffer does because of his times out at Arrowhead, but they're in for, if the players at Tosa East go, Lake Country Lutheran Division 5, bring them on. No big deal. They're in for rude awakening because uh, Lake Country Lutheran will bring it. The other game in a couple of weeks I'm looking forward to is that Martin Luther, Lake Country Lutheran game. You know, Lake Country Lutheran's been rolling. They got a chance to get to get some good competition here in the next couple of weeks. I want to see how Grafton responds. Grafton got beat pretty bad tonight against, uh, against Catholic Memorial. And I can tell you that Wauwatosa West is the real deal. And they're going to line up, and you're going to know what they're going to do, and can you stop them? Wauwatosa West will play Grafton. And knowing the head football coach, Coach Norris, at Grafton, He's not going to take this loss to Catholic Memorial sitting down. He's going to have his boys ready to play Wauwatosa West. And Wauwatosa West is, is a team that just is going to get after it. They're big, strong. they got good running backs, and they're going to pound the ball, and uh, they're going to bring it to you. West Bend East at Homestead next week. Whitefish Bay against uh, West Bend West. They'll be okay. Nicolay at Cedarburg will find out if Nicolay can put together back-to-back good games. They, they, they hung with, with Homestead a little bit. They, they faked a punt with six minutes to go on their own 20-yard line. And they were, it was one, they were down one score. And the, the play from, from Michael Rachel was there. The play was there, and they just missed it. Um, but I'm wondering if they had to do that all over again if they would. The other one is anytime you get Oak Creek and Franklin, and it doesn't matter what it is, volleyball, golf, doesn't matter. These guys don't like each other a whole lot. So Oak Creek and Franklin – I, I was texting with Lewis Brown. He's up in Hudson uh, watching his son coach. Hudson's winning by two touchdowns last I heard. So, guys, we had phone lines tonight. It felt normal. Man, Sammy, thank you. Well done tonight. Yeah, it felt good to be back in the driver's seat. Yeah, having calls, and, and your job was a little easier this week. <laughs> I didn't That's ask sure. anything about you know personal lives or anything like that. Austin, well done. How did the phone lines go tonight? Good? It went good. Yeah, first night of normal. Yep, and the updates, you did well. Your last one was way better than the first one. You did a good job, Austin. Yep, trying to improve each time, Mike. You got it. Hey, thanks for listening. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com, and we're on 1250 
1250 AM, The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.